Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's draft week, baby. It's draft week. So you know what time it is, man. We back with another highly uh, underrated uh, sports uh, podcast. Yes, sir, man. We got the boy Miguel in the building. What's the word? Y'all know. It's another week of that heat, man. We love y'all. For sure, for sure. We got that boy J-Holes in the building. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Something new every week. Keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Like yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. Well, man, we ain't going to waste no time, man. We ain't going to waste no time. We're going to get right into it this week because we got a lot of co- to cover. As y'all know, this is the highly underrated sports uh Draft edition. So what we're gonna be doing today, man? It's a special episode, man. It's for all of the uh, the football heads out there, man. Anybody who uh, pays attention to the NFL draft, man, who loves the draft, man. We got mock drafts for y'all, man. Each individual has their own mock draft. Uh, we're gonna post these things on the IG, man. Hopefully, if we can get screenshots of them, post them on the IG so y'all can see. You know, we can keep track of this thing and see who. Uh, who was right and you know who was wrong you know what I mean I've got a feeling mine gonna be the best I feel like I'm the closest one even though I feel like this draft is one of the most unpredictable drafts that sure. I've seen in a very very long time I feel like uh, we gonna we gonna clown today though man I've, I'm excited like I've been excited for this for weeks um, you know what I'm saying so without any further ado though we had we had a couple other events that we want to get into real quick we don't want we don't want to take up too much time on the other stuff, we want to get through these real quick, and um, you know what I'm saying, so we can uh, keep going, so we can get to, so we can get to this draft, man. We can get to this mock draft with the fellas, man. It's just us three today, cause you know we had to bring it back home and do this the right way. Um, but man, our, as we all know, over the weekend, man, Saturday night we had one of the fight, man. What they call it, one of the fights. What they call the fight of the year, fight of the decade. Yes, we sir. had the boy Tank, Javante Tank Davis versus uh, Ryan Garcia. Uh, as if y'all didn't see it, man, that boy Tank dropped Garcia in the second round in a real professional fashion, as we all knew he would. Ryan got too thirsty. We've been said his skill level wasn't up to par, man. He, he, yeah, man, he wasn't up to par with, with he wasn't up there, man, skill wise with, with with Tank. But then Tank uh, stopped him in the seventh round. Uh, TKO hit him in his uh, hit him in the in the ribs, man, liver area, man, stopped him. My boy went down to a knee, ain't get up, man, so. All in all, a great fight. All in all, a great night. I'm going to let the fellas, you know, give a quick little briefing on it. You know, their opinion on it. The fight and the night. You know, I hosted the party. Me and my wife, we hosted the party. So, I, I would like for the fellas to, you know, throw their comments in on the party as well, with the, as, as well as the fight, man. So, y'all boys going ahead real quick. Man, it was off the chain. What, what was off the chain? The fight. The whole fight. The fight party. The atmosphere. Man, a lot of friends and family that was in the building that we haven't seen in a while. Coming together, man. Fellowship and bringing that, that good vibe, man. And, uh, you know, it was good food. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, good entertainment. Great. You know, uh, Tank did his thing. Like, I think we all projected. You know, for me, it was a little bit, probably about a round quicker than what I thought. Round or two, but you know I still want a little money. Still want a little money in the pot. You know what I'm saying? How much but, you get a guys? <sighs> yeah, I didn't bless y'all this time. But you know what? Don't hold it against me, man. Don't hold it against me, man. I got you next time. But uh, but all in all, it was a great <laughs> night, man. We uh we matter of fact, you know what? I want to take time. You know, I know Holes probably can he can agree. We want to pre- you know show our appreciation to you and Miss Shavers. You know what I mean? 
for allowing us to come through. You know what I'm saying? Holding that highly for underrated sure. sports fight party, man. One of first of many. First of many. Oh, definitely, man. For sure, man. I'm glad y'all boys came. Appreciate y'all for coming for sure. Oh no, for sure, man. It was it was a little touch and go, man. I was at work all day on Saturday and I was outside, you know, bearing the elements, but you know, I felt like I gotta come through. All the guys was gonna be here. You know, we had new people, you know what I'm saying, new faces in new places. So, you know, <laughs> you know, I had to pull up, you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, the party lasted way longer than the tank fight. So, I mean, uh, at least none of us got the wind knocked out of us. <laughs> Facts. That's a fact, man. For sure, man. It was all in all a great night. I had a lot of fun, man. We had a lot of fun. Uh, the whole event, man. We ended up having people. I don't even know what time the last person left, man. It was a great time, great night. Uh, but man, let's move on real quick, man. We going um get into these um this XFL, man. We you know y'all know we got to give y'all a quick recap of the XFL. Uh, XFL week ten, the last season, the last week of the XFL regular season. Uh, Orlando Guardians versus the CI two. I mean St. Louis Battlehawks. Uh, St. Louis beat the Berets off. Yeah. I remember last time I checked, it was like 45 to like 15. Uh, the final score, St. Louis 53, Orlando Guardians 28. Uh, the D.C. Defenders beat uh, the San Antonio Brahmas 29-28. San Antonio was fighting, boy. They was trying to get in, bro. Blue they low. Yeah, for sure. Blue they low. For bro. sure. They was trying, though. Uh, the Houston Roughnecks versus the Arlington Renegades. Houston beat them 25-9, to but Arlington still end up getting in the playoffs. Um, the Vegas Vipers versus Seattle Sea Dragons. Seattle dusted them boys off 28-9. to And Danucci, I trust. <laughs> For sure, man. So it was a great final week, a good final week, man. I look forward to that. So, man, make sure y'all tune in this weekend. The playoffs are starting, man. They starting on Saturday night. Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. The Arlington Renegades versus the Houston Roughnecks. We're going to give y'all our predictions on that before we get up out of here, though. And then uh, the Seattle Sea Dragons versus the D.C. Defenders. That's going to be a great game. That's coming at you Sunday Third afternoon. Third time's a charm. Nah, I don't see it. The new G ain't got enough, man. They ain't got enough, man. But, man, real quick, man, let's go. Let's jump into these NBA playoffs, man. We breezing through everything, man, so don't think we – we want to still make sure we give y'all a wide range of sports, man. Before we get into this NFL, um, we going through uh, the current in a, um, the current standings of the uh, playoffs. Man, we got the uh, Milwaukee and Miami series. Crazy one, number one Milwaukee versus number eight Miami. Play. Miami got them boys down three one. I think it's over. I think it's over, man. I don't know. I'm gonna know. I'm gonna go through these and I'm gonna give the fellas a chance to, you know, get their opinion on these playoffs, man. Number four, Cleveland versus number five, New York, man. New York got them boys on the ropes down three one. New York is up three wins to one. One more closing this out. Uh Philly swept Brooklyn four nothing. Uh Boston and Atlanta. Atlanta just pulled off a win against uh Boston with their backs against the wall. So that series is now Boston three, Atlanta two. Uh, we got Denver, one Denver versus eight Minnesota. Denver's up 3-1 with a chance to close it out tonight. They're actually playing right now. Um, that's a tight game. Right now, Minnesota is losing 50-51. to 51. Still a tight game. Uh, then we got Phoenix and L.A. Clippers. They're playing right now. Uh, Phoenix has those boys down 3-1. This is a closeout game. Y'all know Kawhi ain't played since that first game where he did his thing and he just didn't show back up. 
crazy. And then we got that Sacramento Golden State. I tried to tell these boys, fans. The you fans, did. y'all, y'all heard me. Y'all you heard did, me man. telling these boys what what is. Hey, you did. Golden you State did, is who man. we thought they were. They've been showing us this all season, man. The Golden State took it home. I told y'all they would get both of them. Tied the series up two two. Now it's a big question mark in that series because uh, we just found out De'Aaron Fox fractured his, his finger on his shooting hand. So he will play though. Game we're gonna, five. Yeah, we're gonna. They said he's gonna have it uh, uh, taped up and whatever the case may be. So we're gonna see if that affects his game at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still, um, I'm still undecided on who wins that because, like I said, Golden State can't win on the road. But if Golden State does win one on the road, it's over with. Uh, and then, man, that's that that real series, man. Number two, Memphis versus number seven, Lakers, man. We all predicted the Lakers. I believe. No, nah, me and Miguel. I think Hoes took Memphis. That uh, L.A. will win that. Memphis. Okay, no, he took, took the Lakers. Lakers. Okay, yeah, we, we, all, we all predicted that, man. Lakers got them boys on the ropes 3-1. That series is over, I believe. I took the Knicks, though. I think yeah, I, t- I took Cleveland in that season series, man. But, man, I'm going to pass it around to the fellas, man. I just gave y'all the current standards, man. I'm going to let the fellas. Uh, you know, get their opinion real quick on these playoffs, man, and then we gonna get into this football. Man, like, uh, man, I know Cordell hit y'all with some of the, the series standards right now. I mean, I think we all kind of sitting pretty right now. Besides the well, Holes did the Knicks. Me and Cordell did the Cavaliers. You know what I'm saying? But they down three one. The Cavaliers got to come with it. I don't know if they can. Hey, they got to prove it to me. You know, but uh, they got the definitely got the talent to do it. Um, this Warriors Sacramento, man, the Kings are balling, man. But like you said, De'Aaron Fox broken finger on the shooting hand. I don't know how that's gonna go. Hopefully he can, you know, muscle up enough strength to at least, you know, do what they need to do. I know that everybody knows the Warriors struggle on the road. Next game is in Sacramento tomorrow, so let's see what it's about. Um, Celtics Hawks Hawks just won. Hawks just won. They made the series three two. I mean that's pretty good. They won one more game than what I thought they was gonna win For in sure. the series, but I uh, I think that Boston is gonna you know seal the deal. Um, Clippers Suns series is three to one right now. Uh-huh. It's three to one right now. They're currently playing. Suns are up by three, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, they just got too many injuries, man. I think the Clippers, man, is a. I think this might be might be the, they might be going home tonight. I'm gonna be honest with you, um, but we'll see. You know, Russ. You know, he's been holding it down, man, for the most part. He's really the only one. Him and a couple of the role players that they got. But I think the Suns got too much fire firepower for him. So I think they might seal the deal tonight. Overall, they will win the series. Um, Timberwolves Nuggets. That Timberwolves Nuggets series, man, it's starting to it's starting to really become a real good series to watch. I didn't know that it was like that. Even though Denver is winning three to one, the uh, the Timberwolves is not backing down. They're not backing down for nothing, and that's how you're supposed to win. I mean, that's how you're supposed to go about it, the playoffs. Because at the end of the day, y'all start off zero zero. I don't care what your record was, you know. So if you're gonna fight, hey, fight to the very end. But overall, I think the Nuggets will win that too, like I stated before. And let's get to that that series, that Lakers. That Lakers and Memphis, Lakers are handling business like we already projected. LeBron's holding it down. Man, Savvy Vest stepped in there and took two charges yesterday, man. I like that. Like Who the, you talking about, Big Dog Bron? Yeah, talking man. about King James, yeah, the real King. King James, man, he stepped in there and took big, two big charges. Best right? player to ever hope. Oh, yeah, okay. honestly, you know what I'm saying? I stayed up and lost 
sleep because I wanted to watch the end of that game, man. And you I think to watch a real one. Yeah, the Memphis really blew that. I'm gonna be honest with you. And I think the Lakers, the Lakers thought that they were going. They they should have probably lost that one. I'm gonna be honest with you, even though I am going for them. But hey, they stood in there, man. As true champions, man, they did what they needed to do. They came out victorious. They three to one. They will seal the deal. They will seal the deal. Memphis might get one in Memphis, but when they come back to LA, it's over. But man, that's pretty much my NBA standards, man. And uh, I hope y'all enjoying it like I am, cause this is lit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it super light at the end. Let's start with the with the Grizzlies in LA. Don't poke the bell. We we heard it for the last two days. At the end of the day, if you are not him, don't try to be. And when you do try to be, you got to be that person, win, lose, or draw. <coughs> Dylan Brooks. Man, don't be running from the media. You know what I'm saying? Call people, saying? Calling people two old Two games heads. in a row he did that. Two games in a row. Hey, man, John. Hey, man, John. <coughs> thought LeBron couldn't go you right. Know what I'm <clears throat> it's different, man. Uh, I say the biggest surprise for me is the Bucks. I mean, I know Giannis missed the one game, but. That's the series I left out. Go ahead. Yeah, but to be down three one, mm-hmm. that's ugly, bro. With that's ugly. Uh, a f- uh, MVP finalist, that's a tough one. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, as we all saw last night, Jimmy Butler had a he had a time last night, boy. Yeah, man. My boy almost had a sixty ball last night. Yeah, he looked good. Um, Clippers, like you said, injuries. It is what it is. Hawks, hey, they fighting. It was looking ugly. Yeah, facts. Sure. I agree. It was, sure. it was looking like. Either sweep or gentleman sweep where they get one game. You know what I'm saying? Timberwolves and found them a little energy. So let's see how tonight's game end up. Uh, some tell me the Nuggets might close it out tonight, though. Um, I told y'all Knicks. I just like the Knicks. I feel like I'm I'm maybe I'm a little bit of a homer since I I seen a lot of Jalen Brunson in high school and I just watched his progression. So he's just one of them ones. He got it in him. You know what I'm saying? Kings, they started out cool. The lights wasn't too bright. It's getting a little tight now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now who you are going to start showing? Cordell called. So it's, it's gonna be, you definitely Appreciate said. That. Appreciate that. You definitely called. said. He I called. mean, and, they, and it should have been yesterday. Was that yesterday? No, that was Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. My bad. Sunday, it should have been. The Ain't Kings. no game easy, though. This no, is, oh, not at For all. sure, yeah. for sure, for sure. They it's needed the to split, though. Yeah. They needed to split in Golden State, and they didn't split, which Sunday was the one they should have got. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to see. So hopefully, hopefully they win, they win tomorrow home. And put themselves in a good position. Yeah. Man, go to game seven because it don't look like they're going to win and go to state. Can I, before we move on real quick, can I please ask y'all, what, what the fuck is wrong with Kawhi Leonard? Um, we, and when I say we, I mean the media. We have allowed the media to portray so many other athletes in a way, but they never point the finger at Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he escapes all criticism. That's what the fuck, bro? That sound, it seems like he play when he want to play. Like it ain't. Sure. They they talk about like team ain't rule him out. He ruled himself out type stuff. Like man, what's going on? Team doctor say he good. He say he ain't. That's crazy to me. My boy sitting there watching his team go down. He's sitting on the bench right now for to watch them go home. But yeah. that's neither here nor there, right. man. My boy Kawhi said that's a y'all problem. Oh, right. Facts. I, hey, I showed y'all what I can do. But one thing <laughs> I can say, I bet you if PJ got the green light to go, he'll be out there. That's for different. Sure. Hey, PJ facts. built different. That's a fact, he built bro. built different. That's a fact. I agree with you, bro. Um, but man, look, moving on, we getting into the we in this NFL range now, cause I'm ready to get this drive going. My boy Miguel already said he bringing out his GM hat. Oh, man. Ben told us, Ho said he got it on lock. I think I got it on lock. 
Man, it's finna get real interesting with these picks, man. But before we get into that, because this plays a part into our, obviously, our mock drafts. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, uh, yesterday, the Jets finally put that trade through with the Green Bay Packers for Aaron Rodgers. They acquired Aaron Rodgers. It was a total of six picks on the line um, in in the pick with the deal, I mean. Uh, so they traded them basically all four picks. They swapped first rounds. They gave them like a second round, a six rounder, and then they gave them a conditional uh, – they gave them a – Sick, yeah, and then they give him a conditional pick. It's a conditional second, but can turn into a first if Aaron Rodgers plays at least sixty five percent of the snaps, which he will unless he gets hurt. So that's probably going that's going to be two first round picks, a second round pick, and a six round pick off of Aaron Rodgers, and and so they swap first. So uh, in my opinion, I wouldn't, I don't, Aaron Rodgers is not worth that to me at this point in his career. That's a lot. You feel me? I know, like, this draft may not be hitting on too much or nothing from a quarterback. I ain't going to even say quarterback standpoint. From what people are looking for, like, a, they saying this draft kind of kind of light. I don't think it's light. I think it's a, I think diamonds are in this draft for real. I think this is a deep draft. But uh, it's unpredictable. But I, I just feel like um, I'm not mortgaging my future on somebody, on a player that's 39 years old. We've seen what happened with Brady, you feel me? I feel like Aaron Rodgers still has something left in the tank for sure. But what, one, two, maybe three years? Like, come on, man. It ain't enough, man. I'm going to let the fellas talk about that real quick. If they got something to say, then we're going to get into this draft. All I'm going to say is thank you, New York, for getting him out of the NFC North. We appreciate you here in Chicago. And that's all I'm going to say. Man. Addition by subtraction. It's a very interesting scenario. But I'll say this. I feel like the Jets got impatient. They haven't been relevant for over a decade. They finally was building something sustainable. You get offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. You add quality pieces, like quiet pieces, not not the loud pieces that casual fans will want to see. But, you know, the football guys understand, like, certain little small pieces you add. I agree. But you got impatient, you know. If you're going to make this trade – I need a younger guy. like, And then Aaron Rodgers is so fickle. Because at least with Brady at the time, Brady was still Brady at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When the, when the Bucks signed. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Aaron Rodgers is the most malcontent person we've ever seen play quarterback. Probably next to Jay Cutler in the NFL, in our era, in our lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Super talented. I, I feel like from a talent perspective, top three of all time to me personally. Especially when he was healthy. Before he stopped running, he started standing in the pocket. He used to get busy on both ends of the spectrum. But I just think now he can decide tomorrow, you know what? I said and I thought to, I talked to my shaman. I don't want to do this anymore. He be on that type of stuff. That's he he be saying. on that. That's why it's not worth. Like, the actual deal itself, if he's locked in for two to three years, the actual deal itself is not bad. But we don't know what he going to be on tomorrow. So, I mean – let me ask y'all this because I know I got my opinion. Mm-hmm. Does this trade make New York uh, Super Bowl? Are they gonna win the Super Bowl? Do y'all think they gonna win? Not just get there. I know there's obvious. Obviously, it makes them a contender. I agree with that. But do y'all think that they gonna win the Super Bowl off this trade? No. No. 
Me either. I, I think they. I don't even think they're gonna make it to the Super Bowl. It's too much heat in the AFC. Way too much. Cause them Duval about, boys here. I'm telling you, bro. They on to come up. You talking about Patty? You talking about Joe Burrows? You talking about Josh Allen? Hell, depending on what Miami look like, got Miami. It's too much going on. I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is the biggest gift and the biggest curse at the same time. So I mean, we gonna see. We'll see. You know, the irony is, you know, when Brad Favre got traded, he got traded to the Jets, too. So, this is very interesting. So, it might just be a Green Bay thing. I don't know. Man, that's a fact. That's a fact. But, hey, without any further ado, man, let's get our drive going, man. I don't know if y'all boys ready. I don't know if y'all boys nervous. I see Miguel over there still trying to do some research. Mm-hmm. I don't even think his drive done. You study long. You study wrong. <laughs> I, think Miguel, I think Miguel still trying to put something together over there, man. But... We go all good. Playoffs. You show? You ready? You want me to all good, brother? You want to postpone this to next week? Negative. After the draft? Negative. Because you know the draft come on uh, what Thursday? Thursday. Yes, sir. You got two days. So you can text and say, "Man, I had that pick." <laughs> so this how we going? <laughs> Facts. Facts. So look for the for the for the fans for the fans. This how we gonna do it, man. We gonna go. We gonna we 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 already did. We did a mock draft. Each one of the guys, myself, Hose, and Miguel. We did a uh, separate mock drafts of the entire first round of the NFL draft coming up on Thursday. Um, and we have not shared this with each other yet. Facts. We have not shared this with each other. We don't know where each other picking or what we doing. Um, and so we plan on, like I said, we plan on posting these on Instagram, each each, each person's draft, so y'all can see them as well. And uh, we're going to go round by round. You know, first round, second round, whatever. And we also included trades, too. Um, if we feel like a team going to trade up or a team going to trade down, we included that into our drafts. We went all out on these mock drafts, and it's the entire first round. So, uh, But I, what I will say is we're going to kind of do round robin, like maybe one maybe one round, maybe the second round, I'm going to start off first. And then the third round, Miguel will go first. And then the fifth round, Holes will go first. It's going to be, a, you know, it's going to be a different order, but we each going to give our picks for each round. And if we have something to say as far as why we feel like that team going to choose that person, then we will. If not, if it's just that pick that we feel like they're going to pick, it is what it is. But we're going to try to be as in-depth as possible as we can with y'all. We're going to try to get y'all, um, you know, everything we were thinking at the time when we made these picks and everything we was doing, man. So without any further ado, man, uh, the Carolina Panthers are obviously on the clock. Mm-hmm. The number one pick, man, that they got – from the Bears, they traded. Obviously, we know they traded DJ Moore and some picks to the Bears for that number one pick. The Bears, then they swapped they swap first. So, the Bears went from first to ninth and got DJ Moore, a solid veteran. Um, so, man, it's the first pick of the draft. Carolina Panthers, we're going to go ahead and kick this off with Miguel, man. Miguel, what you got, my boy? Oh, we got to start with your boy, huh? I'm going with uh, Carolina on the clock, first pick. Bryce Young. I just feel like, you know, a lot of people sitting there thinking about height and different things like that. You got to think where he played, you know what I'm saying, that SEC, you know what I mean. He played, he's been playing behind NFL-sized linemen, competing against NFL-sized defensive linemen and wide receivers on the skill level of the average NFL receiver. So, I mean, he's been able to do what needs to be done in the SEC I think that uh, the talent would be able to transfer over to the NFL. I love it, bro. Bryce, 
Because I remember you and Hoes a couple weeks ago was trying to tell me CJ Stroud was going one. But yeah, I had to do a little bit of that, soul that searching right. on that. Yeah, y'all boys tried to tell me that, but I'm, I'm going to let it I'm gonna let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. So you say CJ Stroud, I feel that. Hoes, what you got, my boy? I mean, oh, okay, my bad. I tried to, I tried to stick him with CJ, tried to make him stick to his guns. My boy corrected me, Bryce Young. Number one in Carolina for my boy uh, Miguel. That's what's up. Holes, who you got with the first pick? The Carolina Panthers select who, bro? With the first pick, I got Carolina drafting Bryce Young. I think uh, the C.J. Stroud smear campaign was kicked off, and it was in full effect starting last week when we started talking about my boy got a low score on the on the IQ test, and then it came out that that was false, but nobody's made it clear that it was false, and they just been running with it. It's been way too much going on, and we see it every year. Like, somebody falls into, like, the smear campaign tactic, and ultimately it's because somebody wants that person at a cheaper price. I ain't mad at that. And at the end of the day, and when you go back historically, when you even when you go back to high school, Bryce been one of them ones. Like, Bryce was the dog in modern day. You know what I'm saying? CJ Stroud was a late bloomer. So I guess if you're going to stick with it, why not? I mean, you're really not losing out outside of the the physical attributes, of course, which is big. You know, it's a big difference between a question mark because we don't know how tall Bryce Young is. I mean, I can only go off the fact that I've seen him stand next to what what is supposed to be a 6'3 man, 6'3", 6'3", uh, 6'3", tall person, and he stood next to them, and he looked very, very tiny. But he could throw the football at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm rolling. I think I think they're going to pick uh, Bryce Young. I think it's a little different than what Frank Wright is used to. But, I mean, they building a team that, that he can go go play with. Cordell on the clock. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. I got a uh, – Pick his in. I feel that, man. I'm just glad my boy holds – Came that was to, that was different. That was big for. That Holes. was big because I, I, I thought you was still going to try to put your GM hat yeah, on. For I real, thought you was going. I thought you was going to st- pick a biased pick with that um, one. Unlike and, you all, I'm not a homer. Yeah, no, nah, you are a homer. I'm not. You are a homer. You but are. State stop sure. it, bro. I can't believe stop it. Not. You, you are. Gotta I'm admit say, that you are a homer. I'm finna I'm say because you still try to claim Joe Burrow, bro. Stop that, bro. You're a homer for sure. Bro. I saw Bama claiming Jalen Hurts. What do you mean, Bama? Jalen Hurts didn't play games with them. Don't do that, bro. Bama can claim Jalen Hurts. Same college he that played, benched you. But he played his majority of his career with the Bama. Same bro. college that benched you in the championship. I, I bet. How many? How many games did Joe Burrow play at O State? I'm sorry, we had three first round draft picks. Oh, okay. Of, I'm sorry. How many did Jalen Hurts play in Bama? Majority of his games. Don't matter. Then stop. Don't hoes. matter. Stop. Hoes. Where he graduated from? Where he went higher than that? Uh, you right, bro. All right, come bro. on now. It don't matter, bro. He you played most of his career there. Where bro. he went higher than that? They can claim him in man. Oklahoma. You Anyways, man. back to this real shit, Him and man. Baker are cousins or something. You know what I'm saying? This real shit, man. This drive, man. For my number one pick, everybody already know. I've already said this. Uh, I think the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama. I feel like he's the best fit for them. Um, I feel like he's the best quarterback in this draft. I think that uh, forget what they saying, like Miguel and, them, and, and everybody said about the height and all of that. Forget what they saying about that. If you can ball, you can ball. It really don't matter. It's neither here nor there, bro. Like, if you can ball, you can ball. If you can play, you can play. Uh, sign my boy up, man. Let him do his thing. Watch him work. Um, I don't expect for them – I don't expect for that to be like a – I mean, I think that that it, it'll take time, obviously, for Carolina to uh, 
I'm, I'm not saying it'll take time for Bryce to be good, but I think that I don't want to say they're in the rebuilding stage because they're still adding pieces, but I don't think that they'll win a division this year or anything like that. And obviously, you probably going to have some growing pains with Bryce coming in because he's going to sure. be the day one starter, you know. But all in all, I think Bryce will have a great career, man, and I think that this is kind of an um, – I don't know, man. I saw this coming with like even with like you know like I don't want to compare him to Cam, but I saw this coming because of, because of the type of quarterback Cam Newton was, and you go get a Bryce Young. Oh, I feel like it's a more accurate thrower. Um, you know what I mean? Can do a little bit more from the pocket than Cam and things like that. So all in all, I think this was this is a great pick for the Carolina Panthers. I feel like they're gonna take Bryce Young number one, man. Um, Number two, we got the Houston Texans on the clock, man, with the second pick. We're going to go with Holes on this one. Holes, what the Houston Texans doing with this number two pick, bro? Crazy part about it, I actually believe some of the little buzz that's been thrown out about them not wanting to draft the quarterback. I actually believe it. And I think because because my boy D'Amico Ryan is coming from the 49ers where he's seen and he, he has an offensive guy that's going to call the plays from the 49ers where he's seen that offense work without – I guess you would say a star-studded quarterback. I think he might build it on the same thing, defense and just, like, good offensive production. So, I'm actually going – I actually think they're going to draft Will Anderson. Mm. Like it. I like because it, Hoes. Yeah, I think good. if anybody ever saw D'Amico Ryan's play, he was mm-hmm. a dog. For surely. And I think For Will sure. Anderson has a lot of the D'Amico Ryan's, like, mm-hmm. play style in mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think they're going to go Will Anderson, Jr., for sure, from Bama. So, you yeah, got two it, Bama pro- pro- products. On number one and number two. And for those who don't know, D'Amico played for Houston. He was a dog out there, too. Played, yeah, played for Houston, and you hey. said Will Anderson, he's an Alabama. And, and, was, and was a Bama boy. Come on, man. That was big. Man. Come on, man. Uh, uh, go ahead, Miguel, man. I'm going to go ahead and go last with that one, and I'm going to follow up first on the next one. I understand where Hoes is coming from with all the, you know, the hoopla that's been going on about, you know, Houston possibly not wanting to take – a quarterback with that number two, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm thinking that they need, they kind of need that pick. They need that, they need the quarterback. So that's just my opinion, man. I mean, other people might think differently. I just think that it's hard to pass up on C.J. Stroud. So that's what I'm going with, man. C.J. Stroud, number two, Houston Texans, man. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, for me, um, kind of, I'm kind of on the same side as Hoes. I, I feel like D'Amico Ryan's. He's a hell of a defender. He's a defensive guy, defensive minded. I feel like, uh, you know, defense matters. I don't think that the Texans are sold on C.J. Stroud or any of these other quarterbacks besides Bryce Young in this draft. So I think that. With the second pick, the Houston Texans will take Will Anderson, edge rusher out of Alabama. Same thing as Hole said, man. I, I'm going with I'm going with Anderson, bro. I feel like he fits that play style. He he fits D'Amico Ryan's play style. I feel like he'll have a bigger impact as far as that goes because Davis Mills isn't that bad. Um, <laughs> he isn't that bad. We, we kind of giving it. We giving him a little bit too no, much. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. So what I'm saying is this. I'm saying like. If I'm not completely sold on what's out here, bro, I'll take my chances with what I got. I'm, and I, he might prog- – but I will say this. Right. Now. Because he, he, he wasn't he, – he he's not cold or if, no. by any stretch. But he's not Zach Wilson is what I'm saying. That's true. But okay. I'll say this. Yeah, 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 you're right. The Texans saying they're not really convinced on the quarterbacks that's in this draft. 
I'm going to be honest with you. They're not that great. So, I mean, their opinion is about as good as, you know, uh, Monopoly money. So, I'm just going to leave that there. So, there we go. But I do feel like they're going to go with Anderson Jr. So, it's a good pick to me, you know. I mean, they, they drafted hell of a defensive player last year. Can't go wrong with it, I'll tell you that. Not at all. Because at least you know you're going to get more shots at, the, at scoring. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. So, uh, I'm going to also follow it up with my with my number three pick. Uh, the number three pick, Arizona Cardinals hold the uh, number three pick in the NFL draft right now. Um, but on my draft board, in my mock draft, I have the Arizona Cardinals trading back. Two seven with the Raiders. I have them swapping picks with the Raiders, trading back. Um, and so I got the Raiders picking third and the Cardinals picking seventh via trade. So for the third pick, I have the Las Vegas Raiders uh, taking C.J. Stroud. I have them. I have them moving up to three to take C.J. Stroud. Um, I think that. Um, I feel like the Raiders. Aren't really sold on Jimmy G. I feel like if they and if they are, I feel like they don't think that it's a long term thing. So I feel like uh, CJ Stroud. They may feel like CJ Stroud is the best out of everybody else that's remaining on the board. I know they spoke highly of him uh, throughout this off season. So I just feel like they they're gonna make a move and move up to get him because they know if he falls to four. It's over with. If the Colts got a chance to pick CJ, it's over with, man. So I got Arizona and Vegas swapping picks. Vegas moving up to three. Cardinals going to seven and taking Stroud. Uh, we're going to go Miguel. Who you got, bro? My number three pick, I have Arizona trading that pick with the number 11 pick, Tennessee Titans. I'm going with the Titans getting Anthony Richardson. I believe that they – I believe that – what was it, Malik? What was his name? Malik, Malik Willis. Malik, Malik Willis, Willis wasn't it. He ain't it. Solid backup probably. But I think Anthony Richards has so much upside, man. I honestly think that that's who they need to go with, man. I mean, you guys obviously need a quarterback. I mean, I know that everybody keeps saying that he's not a day one and that he's going to be one of those ones that needs to – kind of sit for a minute and, and regret get that fifth-year deal to be able to, you know, sit on him for a little while and be able to watch him progress to the quarterback that he potentially can turn out to be. But I honestly think that that's the right fit for him. I'm going to go with Tennessee Titans, Anthony Richardson, man, AI-15. All right, not bad. I mean, I think initially, probably a couple of weeks ago when I was playing around with the mock draft, I think I traded – the Car- uh, not Carolina, but uh, the Cardinals pick. But I think they're in such a weird position, and they just hired a defensive – the defensive coordinator from Philly to be their head coach, and they got so many voids on defense, I think they're going to keep it and drive Jalen Carter. Ooh. That, that wouldn't be bad. That was. A I mean, they turn. lost a lot. They lost a lot defensively. And then Buddha still want to go. They, they can't afford to not draft anything on, on defense. So I think they're going to stick with Jalen Carter. You know, I don't think that's the best place because, you know, Cardinals are in ruins right now. I mean, you got the owner, GM, everybody is just in in, in hot, hot water. So, and the players voted as the worst facilities. So, yikes! It's a very interesting place, but I think Jalen Carter. I think that's going to be the pick. Okay, 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 okay. 
So with the number four pick in the NFL draft, we got the uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Miguel, who you got with that one, bro? Number four, Indianapolis Colts. In my mock draft, they select Will Levis out of Kentucky. I think that they're in dire need of a quarterback, and he is the number four rated quarterback to me in this draft, man. I know it's crazy that I pick four straight quarterbacks, but I just think that these top four teams are in dire need of that position. So, Will Levis, I mean, he definitely showed me something, you know. Um, where was he at before? Penn, was he at Penn? Penn State. Penn State. Mm-hmm. And I think he suffered an injury somewhat last year, and then came to Kentucky and he balled out. I mean, he's a, he, he. I think a lot of the the what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of the how they when they compare player comparisons. I mean, they kind of like put a little bit too much on him. I didn't hear Josh Allen. I didn't hear. I don't think that he's that, but I definitely think he's a skilled quarterback, man. And um, season height, strong arm. I mean, and let's and and and. Indianapolis Colts is kind of in a better position than a lot of these teams that we didn't see within the top four. They got what they got, Stedham, and who was the second string quarterback over there? Is it the guy Eason? They ain't got Stedham. Stedham, Stedham is. Oh, he, did they sign? They signed him. They signed Stedham. Oh, well, they got Eason and they got uh, Ellinger. Ellinger. Sam Ellinger from Texas. Let me let me let me check that. I don't know if they got if they got. Uh, I I wanted to say they had Eason, but uh, they may it may I may have got it confused with uh, Ellinger from uh, bro, they Texas. Got Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew, yes. Gardner Minshew. But let's not let's not and sleep. Nick Foles. And, and Ellinger and Ellinger, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they're in a better position to me than the top four teams are as far as quarterback. Yeah, I play. agree. I agree. I so agree. it's like he, you don't have to probably plug him in right away. He can probably sit behind one of those players and probably get cut. Allowing him to be able to get that, you know, get up there at least the number two. I just because you draft the number four, I don't know if it's still gonna be a quarterback battle. I know everybody's like, well, he's top four, top five. He has to play right away. Nah. I don't think so. He's not a day one starter, but he's definitely gonna be a starter someday in this league. And he's he 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 has the attributes, man. I'm looking looking forward to seeing what he do. But that's why I picked my number four pick, Colts Will Levis. Holes, who you got, Brody? No, got the coach drafting a quarterback. Definitely not Will Levis, though. <laughs> it's my dog, C.J. Stroud. I feel like it's a perfect fit. Um, JT should be back healthy, so therefore you can lean on a running game. Do I expect C.J. to start right away? Of course not. I think if you're smart, I think with both of them, him and Bryce Young, put a, put a cap on it. Somewhere between six and eight, week six and eight, let's see where we at. Let's assess the situation. If we trending upward, then I mean that mean we probably start off hot, so you gotta ride with the hot hand. Now I think you might find more hot hands in, in Indy with Minshew and Foles combination, however that's gonna play out, then you will in Carolina with what's my boy, um it's the red rifle. Andy Dalton I think Andy Dalton. I think they signed Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton ain't in Carolina no more. Not Carolina? They did sign. I'm about to say, they signed him, yeah. Two year, 10 mil. Yeah. Instead of getting 10 mil. Andy just, Dalton. Jacob, da- Dalton. Oh, Andy Dalton. Andy I'm Dalton. thinking about, I'm thinking, y'all don't even want to know oh, who I'm thinking about. Oh, you think about Sam, Sam Darnold. I'm thinking about Sam Darnold. Another red. All right, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? So, I think Andy Dalton going to end up starting, which is fine. You know, that gives Bryce some time to adapt to the NFL speed and all that. But, yeah, I think CJ Stroud going to be the pick. I think they got a really good defense in Indy. The run game should get back going. And, you know, you got one of the 
probably a mid-tier receiver in Pittman. And you're not really good tight ends. And when you're in the NFL, tight ends is your best friend as a quarterback. So I think it's a good that's, – that's where you're at, number four. Hey, man, uh, for the number four pick, I got the Indianapolis Colts taking my boy Anthony Richardson, quarterback out of Florida. Uh, I feel like, for me, in my opinion, I feel like Richardson is a great fit for Indianapolis for the simple fact that it's really up to you what you do. I'll say it's up to him what you do with him. If he comes in and you feel like he's ready, you can play him. If not, you still got Gardner Minshew and you still got Nick Foles. So regardless of anything, he's going to learn a lot from both of those two guys, right? So then you play him when he's ready. That's what they're saying about him anyway. But I just feel like he'll obviously get a shot because you don't draft somebody that early if you don't plan on giving him a shot. But I feel like you don't have to rush it. You can see what he has. Because they're trying to, they try to play the fact that uh, he play, he only plays so many games in college or whatever the case may be. So you can bring him into camp and you can see what he has. Let him run in the preseason, see what he has. If he's not up to par, okay, cool. You let him learn for a little while. If he is, go ahead and give him a shot. But all in all, you still have other options that you can go to, to uh, you know. To for, to fulfill the need for now or whatever, and you still have time to let him develop. But if he's NFL ready, you know what I mean, you bring him in and he's ready, he can go ahead and jump right in. So, yeah, I got uh, the Colts taking Anthony Richardson at number four, man. The number fifth pick uh, in NFL draft, we got the Seattle Seahawks. Hose, who you got with that one? So, the irony, right? You had Anthony Richardson to the Colts. Yes. I got the Seattle pulling the trigger on, on Anthony Richardson. Oh, my man. Number five pick. I feel like you've already won off the Russell Wilson trade. Like, you've won tremendously. You got the picks. You hit Geno, then hit a hot hand in the dice game. You sign him for three years, and that's just the right amount of time that you can sit Anthony Richardson, see what he got, see how he can progress. And ultimately, I don't think, outside of maybe the 49ers of recent, I don't think there's anybody else who's done, done more with quarterbacks than Pete Carroll. Because one thing Pete Carroll going to do is he's going to run the ball and going to lean on his defense. And when Anthony Richardson time comes in Seattle, he can always run the ball and lean and lean on that defense. So, and he, I think he just got the great mentor. If they were to draft him, got a great mentor in Geno Smith. So, I think that's a good situation for him. Okay, okay. Uh, so, for me, for the fifth pick, I have the Seattle Seahawks taking uh, Tyree Wilson, edge rusher out of Texas Tech. Mm. I feel like they're already um, – I'm not mad at the – because at first I was, I, it was in between. Like last week I had them taking Richardson like hoes, but I kind of felt like they've already addressed that need with signing Geno to an extension. So I feel like you got another three drives, at least two drives, to see what you got out there at the queue. So why not address the need that we need right now? We all know the Seattle Seahawks need edge rushing. Um, they've been lacking that for years now, and it's been hurting them. So I feel like they try to address that need right now, taking Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, um, throw him in there, see what he has, let him uh, match him up with some of those guys that they got on the D-line and see what's going on, man. I think uh, I think that'll probably work out for him. I, I can see them doing that, man. Miguel, where you going? I'm in full agreement with you as far as Seattle needed defensive help. We all know that they was the one, some of the worst – they had some of the worst – well, really, one of the worst rush defenses in the NFL. You know, they uh, they allowed so many yards per game. Um, 
the Tyree Woods, that was definitely a good pick, but I'm going to go with Jalen Carter. I think that Jalen Carter, man, I think that Seattle was a perfect fit for him. Pete Carroll played coach, you know, under under the circumstances. I'm going through all this off-the-field issues, man. I think this is the right fit for him. You know, uh, Seattle, everybody who's in went up there is, is – is, excelled you know especially under Pete uh, Pete Carroll's uh you know mentorship and it's just like I just think that that's one of the biggest needs that they need to address is that interior line so especially being you know NFL man we hey, they run the ball man they run the ball especially in that conference so Jalen Carter why not man okay 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 that's decent that's decent so with the number six pick or we got the Detroit Lions um so with that sixth pick, I'm going to go and kick it off with this one. So I, I kind of debated with myself a lot with this pick uh, for a, a number of different reasons. For the simple fact that, for one, Jamison is Will, – Williamson is out. Uh, Jamison Williams is out now, six suspended six games with uh, because of the betting situation. Um, obviously, they have – they got to address that defense – because uh, that defense was giving up a lot of points. Or you can put pieces around Jared Goff. So it was kind of a, a debate for me, man. I went back and forth. But I finally came to uh, a pick, man. And I, I got the with the number six pick, I got the Detroit Lions selecting Jalen Carter, uh, DT, defensive tackle out of Georgia. I say that because I feel like, uh, I feel like everything starts up front. And I feel like they're kind of – why not pair that with uh, Adam Hutchinson? You drafted you, – you won last year with Hutchinson. You on, this is the first time and last time y'all going to hear me say this. You won last year with the Hutchinson pick as far as it, as far as last year goes. Um, why not put something in the interior, something next to him, something that can stop the run? You got a decent – you got a decent pass rush, at least from that side of the field. Um, why not put some up the middle who you can put in there who can, who can rush the passer and can stop the run could just be a defensive presence for you um, obviously the defense is the issue the offense y'all scored a lot of points no matter who was in the lineup they scored a lot of points so uh, and then they got they got two first round picks so I feel like right now you, you do that and then you can address another need later on so with that six pick I got them taking Jalen Carter out of Georgia Miguel who you got Man, Detroit on the clock, man. Um, I'm definitely in the grants. They definitely need to tackle that uh that defense. I'm just not in the grants with the pick, obviously, because uh, I had him going to Seattle. Um, I think I'm gonna shake some stuff up, man. I think Detroit will take defensive on the defensive side of the ball. I think they will go Will Anderson. I think it's gonna be opposite side of Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, they just signed uh. Isaiah Biggs to a two-year deal. You know what I mean? He's held it down on the interior defensive line. They just – they updated – they upgraded the secondary with Cam Sutton and what's my boy from uh, the 49ers? Oh, uh, Mosley. Mosley. So, it's like, you know, and what's uh, – C.J. Uh, Gardner-Johnson. Man, you know, y'all, y'all doing y'all thing on the secondary. I think y'all need to attack that defensive line. With Aiden Biggs – Complimenting the interior, and then you got Will Anderson opposite the Hutchinson, and I think that's going to be dangerous. So I'm going with Will Anderson out of Alabama, number six pick to Detroit. That's the, dope. Holes, who you got, bro? The irony is maybe a couple of weeks ago when I did, I had Jalen Carter falling that far, but I just think even with everything he going got going on, clearly I had him going to 
to um, Arizona, so I don't think he's going to make it out of them top five just because he's just too talented. So, but with all that said, I actually think Detroit is going to lean on the area in which they've already improved this offseason because at the end of the day, what's better than talent, young talent? So, therefore, I think first cornerback come off the board, Devin Witherspoon from Illinois, number six pick for the Lions. Just stud. You know, because if you can't improve up front, you better improve on the back end. Facts. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Uh, I'm going to spin it right back to you, bro, with the seventh pick. Uh, Right now, the number seven pick is the Las Vegas Raiders. All right. You know, for once in probably decades, I think the Raiders are going to make a smart decision here. I think the first offensive lineman comes off the board, but it's not Paris Johnson. I'm going Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. Mm. I feel like it's the perfect offensive lineman for them because they had decent tackles, but the interior was struggled last year, especially you after losing Rodney Hudson. You know, they kind of struggled on the interior, despite the fact that they ran for so many yards. But it was the past game that really hurt them. So I feel like you get a guy who can start at either position in the interior, mm-hmm. either guard position and can play, play a little center because he played a little center at Northwestern, even though he played left tackle predominantly at, at Northwestern. So I think Peter Skaronsky, number seven pick with the Raiders. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. That was different. So um, it is different, but I, it's decent. Um, so for my seventh pick, I obviously told y'all earlier that I had the uh, Cardinals trading back to seven with uh, the Raiders. So for the seventh pick, I have the Arizona Cardinals selecting uh, Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon, cornerback out of stud. Oregon. Straight stud. Boy's a dog. I feel like that's a need. Obviously, a lot of teams can use good corners. Uh, you can never have enough corners. And I feel like uh, with Buda Baker one out, I feel like you got to put something else in that secondary. I know Buda's a safety. But I feel like you got to put something else in that secondary. Um, so I feel like uh, they trade back, but they still get the guy they want, Christian Gonzalez, cornerback out of Oregon. Miguel, what you think? That's dope. That's dope. And he's definitely a stud. Um, but I don't have him going there. Um, I do have them addressing that cornerback issue. And I'm going with Devon Witherspoon. Illinois straight dog, cover, tackle. Just an all-around corner, man. And he from the crib. He's from where he went to school at the crib, so we're going to claim him. So I'm going to Von Willispoon, man, from Illinois. Okay, okay, that's dope, that's dope, that's dope. So the number eight pick, we got the Atlanta Falcons on the clock, man, the Atlanta Falcons on the clock with that eighth pick. So for me, I'm going to kick it off. I got uh, Atlanta at eight taking uh, Nolan Smith, edge at Russia out of uh, Georgia. Yes, sir. I got that. I say that because that's always kind of been their MO for a while now, like even when you look at like Vic Beasley and things like that. Um, but I also, I, but I feel like um, as far as defense, as far as the game of football goes, especially on the defensive end, your defense is nothing without a pass rush. So I feel like you have to address that issue. If you got a good pass rush, you can survive. You feel me? You can survive. Your secondary is going to look 10 times better with a great pass rush. So I feel like you address that need, man. You put something up front. Um get you some good get you a good solid pass rush, make you make it a little bit easier for your linebackers and your DBs and then you address other issues later on in the draft. But yeah, for me, number 8, I got Atlanta Falcons taking Nolan Smith out of Georgia. We are going to go ahead uh let's swing that thing to uh Holes. Holes, you got number 8. All right, but 
I got an edge rusher as well, but I got which is probably my favorite edge rusher in this draft, Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. I got them getting Tyree Wilson. I think initially, uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago, I would have said a cornerback. I would say probably because I still had Weatherspoon going early, so I probably would have put Christian Gonzalez in this spot. But yeah. I think that trade for yeah. Okuda yeah, and then signing big. Jesse Bates at safety, mm-hmm. and then you already having one of the premier corners in the league. For real. Yeah, it made it a little bit more manageable. And honestly, cornerback is super deep in this draft. Facts. Where you can get you one on the back end, maybe the second, third, maybe even the fourth round. Mm-hmm. So I felt like edge rushers, the one thing, like Cordell said, they always miss. They all they they can't. I, I think the last time they had an edge rusher was somebody that was up in age, like uh, Abraham, John, John Abraham. Abraham. I was just going to say John it. Abraham when they got him from the Jets, but he's like what ten, twelve years Definitely into the league. Mm-hmm. So you know, I got Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech. I think it'd be a good fit, and you know, he can move up and down the line. He can play a three technique mm-hmm. on pass rush situations too. Yeah, for sure. Man, man, two good picks, man. But I'm have to agree with Cordell, and you know, I'm going with uh, Nolan Smith. Man, pure talent, man. That dude is a freak athlete. You better get him because somebody else jump on him. That boy's a stud. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't even have to say much, man. Cordell chimed in on all the attributes and all the strengths and all the weak. You know, not you don't really have too many weaknesses, hopefully. But, man, as far as the strengths, man, he definitely is. Definitely be a key attribute to that defense, man. And like uh, everybody said, agreed here that they definitely needed a little help on that defense, especially on the line. So, I'm going with Nolan. Georgia boy. Okay, okay. Um, so for that ninth pick, man, the ninth pick in the NFL draft, we have the Chicago Bears picking at nine. Obviously, like we said earlier, uh, they traded back in the draft from one to nine, swap picks, swap first with Carolina. Um, so we got the ninth pick. Now, it would be disrespectful for, for, for me to let anybody besides Miguel go first on this. And since I'm probably the least Bears fan at this table, I'm going to go Miguel, Holes, and then I'm going to go last, man. So I'm uh, very interested to see what these boys got for this ninth pick. Uh, so we're going to kick it off with Miguel, man. That's his team. We're going to let him rock. Go ahead, my boy. Well, y'all all know, man. I appreciate the introduction, man, to that that pick, man, because, you know, y'all know I love the Bears, man. But uh, honestly, man, I fought too for nil, man, because I don't even know if they're going to stay at this pick. Same. I just don't know who they would trade with, so I'm just going to pick who I believe that they're going to end up getting. And that's a definitely a need. They need to address the offensive line. They need to address the offensive line. I believe that they did a little bit with the fifth-round pick last year with Braxton Jones at the left tackle. I honestly feel like although he gave up seven sacks, 12 quarterback hurries, you know what I'm saying, he started. He had that first-year left tackle, which we all know is, a, is definitely a hard position, especially in the NFL, being on the weak side of Justin Fields being – a right-handed quarterback. I believe that they will stay with Braxton Jones on the left. I believe that they have. I believe that they they think that they have a project in him and that he's going to pan out. So I'm gonna address that right tackle issue, man. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a lot of people off with this pick. I'm going with Darnell Wright out of the University of Tennessee. You know what I mean? 
predominantly right tackle, dominant tackle, right tackle. Just ask your boy Will Anderson about him, man. He shut him down. Shut him down. Will Anderson actually did an interview and stated that Darnell Wright is the best tackle that he's faced in the SEC, and that's big, man, and that's definitely an issue, uh, uh, area in our offensive line that we need to address, and he is a true right tackle. He's not somebody that we're putting in there and hoping that is a swing tackle. Just learn what a swing tackle was. Shout out my boy Cordell, but he's not somebody that's coming in on a, that started predominantly their whole career on the left side. He's actually a true right tackle, and that is a need. I believe that the Bears will plug him in right away, day one, and move Trevor Jenkins to interior interior line. I think that he will be a left guard next to Brackness Jones once uh white chair white hair retires. So. I believe that that's the you know that's our pick, man. I think it's the right pick. I think it's the best move for us, man. And like I said, I think they're gonna trade that pick, but I just don't know who they're gonna trade with. But I think that that's who they're gonna actually draft. So Darnell Wright out of the University of Tennessee. Well, I'm not mad at the pick. It's a little rich for my blood at nine. But if they trade back and they give it to them teams, mm-hmm. I like that pick a lot. Yeah. Same. I I, th- I think they might. I think more than likely they'll trade. And, you know, stockpile some more picks because, like we said, I think this draft is deep in all the right positions. You know what I'm saying? As far as, like, having skill guys, DBs, running back, they they super depth, like super deep in all the right positions. But I'm actually going to make the pick. I feel like they get the person that they've been uh, tagged with this entire time. I think they get Paris Johnson. I think from an athletic perspective, I think it, it works. I think as well as Braxton Jones played last year, I think he probably can make that, that switch to right tackle, which wouldn't hurt. And then I know Jenkins played a lot of games at guard last year. So, like you said, sliding him in permanently at guard and then figuring out the other two spots from a full-time perspective. But I think it it shows the level of trust that you got in, in Justin Fields when you make this pick for Paris Johnson, that left tackle for the Bills. So, I'm going to roll Paris Johnson with the ninth, with the ninth pick. Okay, okay. Um, I think I've said this before on the show uh, that I felt this was the move the Bears should make. Uh, at number nine, I'm also going with Paris Johnson, offensive tackle out of Ohio State. I feel like it's just the right move. I feel like you have to address that offensive line. <clears throat> I feel like that's your biggest issue right now. You have to address it. And not to mention that Paris Johnson has also said that he wants to play for the Bears. And like Ho said, that would be showing that you really believe in Justin Fields by pairing him back up with Paris Johnson. So I feel like this is the this is the right move to make, man. You if you don't make this move, I feel like you're losing, man. You gotta go Paris Johnson at number nine if you're the Bears, man. So for sure, that's dope. Um, we got number ten at the tenth pick. We got the Philly Philadelphia Eagles. Picking 10, man. Holes, where you going with this one, man? Is hey, this where the draft start getting interesting? Hey, I was just about Most to definitely. say. Most definitely. It's very funny that you started with me because I'm I'm finna come from left field. I am too with mine. Because I feel like of any team in the, in the draft this year, I feel like the majority of the Eagles picks are all luxury picks. I feel like their team is young. They resigned all the right people. They brought back what they need to bring back. All their pass rushers are back. All the guys who had double-digit sacks are back. Uh, offensive line, back. Um, so, I think, me personally, I think we're going to see, which arguably, to me, from a from a pound for pound, talent for talent is the best player in the draft. I think we see B. John Robinson come off the board right here. Mm-hmm. 
I think you see a running back, Texas. I think this is the one thing they're missing, somebody who can control the ground game without using Jalen Hurts. Keyword, without using Jalen Hurts to control the ground game. And you put this this level of talent behind their offensive line, it can get interesting. And then I'll even go a little further because, you know, I'm a running back guy, so, you know, it is what it is. From a talent perspective, this draft class is super deep. Super, super deep. But it's a difference from Robinson to the next guy and everybody underneath that. So, I think it's a luxury pick. I mean, this is the pick you got when you made the trade. There you go, you know. Easy pick. And you got two first-round draft picks. Why not? Gotcha. Miguel, go ahead, my boy. <laughs> I battled back and forth, man, with how I was going to choose this pick, man. But ultimately, I think that they're going to address what they need in the future, and that is a future right tackle. I think Lane Johnson will retire after this year. He just got that one-year $30 million guaranteed contract. He's going to take that, and he's going to ride out and bow gracefully, and that's that's the right thing to do. Um I think that they're going to go with Peter Scrunchout. What is it? Scrunsky. Skoronsky, bro. Skoronsky. I think Skoronsky. I think that's who they're going to go with, man, out of Northwestern. Like Holes mentioned earlier, I think that he can play all five positions. I think Holes got him more of an interior. I know that he does have short arms, and they kind of putting him in the interior, but he can also play all five positions, and I think that – that right tackle. I know that he's predominantly a left tackle, but hopefully he can, you know, transfer the talent over to the opposite side, man, and do his thing. I'm going with him, my tenth pick. Okay, okay. Um, for me, with this tenth pick with the Eagles, I feel like uh, Philly has. They did bring back a lot of people, and they did like the, on a. I feel like they're on a run it back type deal right now, right? And so I feel like because a lot of the players that they brought back as far as linemen are old on both ends. They're old and they won't be here much longer. I'm not I'm not counting them out, you know, right now, but I'm saying within the next year, two, two, three years, they're going to be gone. Um, and I feel like what the one thing that separates the Eagles from a lot of other teams is the pass rush. So I feel like with that tenth pick, they pick some pad. They pick a pass rusher for the future, and I'm going with Luke Van Ness out of Luke Van Ness out of uh, Iowa. Um, I say that because obviously Brandon Graham, he's on the back end. He's been on the back end, still producing though, but he's on the back end. Fle- even Fletcher Cox is on the back end of his deal, you know, back end of his career and all of that, man. So, and those are the those are two big linemen for these boys, man, for Philly. So, I feel like you got to address that issue. You at least have to try to address that issue. So, I feel like they try to pick up pass rush because it's obvious that offense can already score points. They're still young on the offensive side of the ball as far as uh, skill positions. Uh, the O-line is getting old, too, but – that D-line as well, so I feel like you try to address that pass rushing issue right now, and you take Luke Van Ness out of Iowa for that 10th pick, man. Uh, 11, number 11 on the clock, we got the Tennessee Titans, man. Tennessee Titans on the clock. I'm going to kick it off with Miguel. Let me get my little sheet together. Hey, but I, like, I know they had traditionally have the number three pick. Uh, Arizona has number three pick. I had them trading it with Arizona at the number 11 pick. 
With Tennessee. Yeah, with hey, I had Arizona has number three. I had them trading with yeah, Tennessee at the back. number the back with the number eleven pick. And I believe that they like Holes. I know he took Jalen Carter. I definitely think that they need to attack the defensive side of the ball. I know a lot of people here got them, both of y'all got him going off the board a little earlier than this, but I think that the Tyree Wilson is the is a is a is a great pick for them. Uh you know, still still he's one of those people. I mean he had a great, you know, you know, two thousand two twenty two, two thousand twenty three season. But he's still one of those ones I'm still kinda got the got the rock raised eyebrow on. Like I'm still trying to figure out you know, is he gonna pan out? I know the size wise, what is he like six five, six six? Six you know? six like two eighty. Yeah, man. He's definitely got the attributes, man, to be successful and I definitely need the, I definitely think the Arizona needs to address the defensive side of the ball. I know everybody kinda here went interior offensively. I'm going with on the defense side, I'm going with Edge Russell, Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech University. Okay. Okay. Uh, and you got that for Arizona? Yes. Okay. That's dope. Okay, so for the 11th pick, I have the Tennessee Titans stand there, and I have them drafting uh, Will Levis, quarterback out of Kentucky, at 11. I feel like that's uh, the right move since based on my draft, he'll be the best available according to their standards. Um Quarterback left. He'll be the best available left. I feel like, like the guy said, it's still question marks on Malik Willis. I'm not writing Malik off just yet. Uh, I feel like there's question marks, but I don't. I honestly don't think that Will Levis will be much better. But I feel like the hype alone will get him picked right here at 11. Uh, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Tannehill, but um, obviously they're in the search for a quarterback, so – I got number 11. I got the Tennessee Titans taking Will Levis, quarterback out of Kentucky, man. Holes, who you got? The irony is I have Will Levis being picked too, but not by the Titans. I actually think the Titans, and you know because Vrabel has such a great relationship with Bill, I think with everything that Matt Jones came out to say this offseason, then put him in the hot seat. And, you know, we all know Bill don't care about crowding up one position. He'll prove a point before he makes the right the right selection. So I think he'll trade up. It's only three spots, four spots up. You know what I'm saying? It won't cost them much. I think I had them swapping picks and then Tennessee getting a third and a sixth round pick in exchange for the swap. And New England will draft Will Levis at number 11. And now let the games begin. Because I think either way, you still got Zeppi, who played really good in the games that Matt Jones didn't play. And I think – in some weird way, Bill Belichick hopes this lights a fire underneath Matt Jones, boosts his stock so he can get rid of him the same way he does everybody else. I think it's it's a win-win scenario for New England uh, in, in on the back end. So I got Will Levis, uh, New England's trading with the Titans for the 11 pick. All right, all right. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Um, so uh, the 12th pick is the Houston Texans are back on the clock at 12. Um, I'll start it off with Hose. Hose, where you going with that 12th pick, Houston Texans? First wide receiver off the board. You know, my dog, you know what I'm saying, JSN, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigma. I think it makes sense. Uh, if you don't have the quarterback you want, 
at least put enough weapons around the one you got and just let the chips fall where they may until you can. Amen. I mean, you got uh, – what's what's my dog from Bama that, that uh, had the uh, lymphoma last year? I, f- I forgot his last name, but – Meacham? Yeah, Meacham. Yes, yes. So, you got Meacham coming back. Um, Michi. Michi, yes. John Mechie. John Mechie. Mechie, my Mechie. fault. So, you pair Mechie with the young tight ends that they got, um, JSCN, and with the young running back who coming back and Damian Pierce – and the defense that they building, it can be interesting. Facts. And like I said, they building this in in almost like the likes of the 49ers. So what you need is just good offensive weapons. Mm-hmm. Not people who just stuck in one position. Build around offensive weaponry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Swiss Army knives. That way everybody can do a little bit of everything. So got JSN coming off the board at number 12. First great, receiver great off the board. Pick, great pick. Uh I also have JSN, Jackson Smith, and Jigma coming off the board at 12 to Houston, wide receiver out of Ohio State. I feel like um, I'm in agreement with Hoes. Like, if you're going to keep – obviously, I got them keeping Davis Mills, so if you're going to keep them, let's stockpile around them. You already, got a, you already got your running back. You already got a receiver that's coming back. Hey, let's not – let's put some more talent around him, see what he does. And, uh, you know, let's, let's give them the best chance to succeed. Let's give them the best chance to at least get us through this season. You know what I mean? So we can get through next season and see what we can do then in the next draft if we have to address the, quarter, uh, the quarterback issue because they did just draft Davis Mills. So if we have to address this quarterback issue, let's just see. You know what I mean? Let's give them the best possible chance to do it. Uh, I think that this is the with, with, the, what, with me having them picking uh, Will Anderson with that second pick. I feel like you addressed in the first round, you addressed two big needs because you lost Brandon Cooks. Um, you know what I mean? So you try to fill that void and you you know, you're getting younger, giving your team a chance to grow together. So hey man, that's where I'm going with that twelfth pick. Miguel, where you going? It's no need to elaborate, JSN. Okay. Say less, say less. So with the thirteenth pick, uh the New York Jets. Are uh oh my, my fault my fault my fault they trade swap picks the New York Jets swap that pick that thirteenth pick with Green Bay so Green Bay will pick thirteenth and New York Jets will pick fifteenth that was a part of the Aaron Rodgers deal that we brought up earlier to you guys um so with the thirteenth pick I have the Green Bay Packers um on the clock. And then we're going to start with uh, – we're going to start with Hoes again, man. We're going to go with Hoes, man, with the 13th pick with Green Bay. Let's get it, man. Um, one of my favorite favorite uh, prospects, I think Green Bay finally makes a decision to draft an offensive weapon in the first round, despite all the years that Aaron Rodgers begged for them to draft the offensive weapon in the first round. I think they go with Dalton Kincaid, tight end mm, out of Utah. I like that. I think when it's all said and done, like I said earlier, Young quarterback, quality tight end, best buds. That's just how that works. Tight ends are usually exactly where you need them to be when you need them most. And I think I think Green Bay can – they got a good enough running game and they got two young receivers who can actually go. So I think this might balance them out a little bit. Okay, okay. Uh, I also have Dalton Kincaid, tight end out of Utah, going 13th to Utah. I feel like if you're going to throw Jordan Love in the fire, you might as well try to stockpile pieces around him as well. Give him the best chance to succeed. And we all know, as we see, like even with 
with quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson, the, the tight end, man, that's a safety net. Mm-hmm. The tight end is a, is a safety net, man. So I feel like they're going to pick up Dalton right here and try to put their quarterback in the best position to succeed and uh, do his thing, man. Miguel, where you going with that 13th, 13th pick? They always say great minds think alike. There's no need to elaborate, Dalton Kincaid. Okay. We finally agree. Two back to back. Facts. Facts. That's the first time. Okay. I know we going I know we off on this one, man. I'm gonna For kick sure. it off, man. This fourteenth pick. We got the New England obviously because Hoes already had the Patriots trading up. So obviously our picks won't be the same. Um so for the fourteenth pick, we got the New England New England Patriots picking. Um I got New England taking Joy Porter Jr., quarterback out of I mean cornerback out of Penn State. At 14, I feel like Bill Belichick, and y'all know what he do, man. He a wizard out there. I feel like he's not going to pass up on some solid talent, especially at the uh, at the DB position. I feel like he'll address that issue, go ahead and take Joey Porter and get a solid defense because the Patriots have always, when they're dominant, the defense is dominant. So you want to try to put those pieces in place to make sure that they're doing the right thing, man. So I got New England taking Joy Porter Jr. out of corner out of the cornerback out of Penn State. Miguel, where you going? Well, I was gonna pass to pick the holes, but you know what? Ain't no shame in my game. I'm going like holes, you mentioned something earlier when you mentioned about Belichick. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mind stacking in one position to prove a point. Mm-hmm. And I know you guys had him going top 10, and I know that it would have been a luxury for him to go top 10, but I think this is the perfect landing place for him. I'm going Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon to Bill Belichick's New England Patriots, man. I just I just see it happen. I just see it. I just think it's a great fit. I mean, I think, any, I think New England has – they do very well with their corners, man. For sure. Defensive you know? picks, period. And it's very rare that they draft high to get corners. They usually get they, you know, get corners on the lower half of the draft, you know, later rounds between fourth and seven. You know what I'm saying? But I believe that you can't leave this talent on the board, man. And, and talent speaks for itself. Christian Christian Gonzalez is a stud. Well, you know, this this new territory for Bill. Bill ain't used to being up this high in the in these young team picks, you know what I'm saying? Bill don't know that. All right, so like what they'll say, man, I already had them trading with uh, Tennessee. So that means Tennessee will be selecting in the fourth team spot for me. And I think I still think this is just not a place to pull the trigger on the quarterback just yet. If we went a little deeper and we did two or three rounds, I actually do got them picking somebody in the second round at quarterback. But for now, they're going to help rebuild that offensive line that went from one of the best to one of the worst really quick. And I got them picking Broderick Jones from Georgia. That left tackle, you know, you got to replace Taylor, uh, Taylor Lewan, and they just struggled from an offensive line perspective uh, last year. So even even if you want to pick a quarterback, you better have some protection for him first. Facts. So I got Broderick Jones going uh, number fourteen. Facts. Dope, dope, dope. Okay. So uh, fifteen, we got again that swap that the Jets made with uh, Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. So now we now have. Um, the New York Jets picking at 15. I'm going to swing that thing back to Holes. Who you got going 15, New York Jets? What you got them doing? I'm going to make it real short and plain, man. Listen, you got the defensive player of the year in Sauce Gardner. Christian Gonzalez still on my board. I love DJ Reed. They had one of the best tandems in the league last year. But at the end of the day, 5'9", 5'8", is 5'8". Now you pick you Christian Gonzalez. 
DJ Reed can now slide back to that nickel where he thrived at in Seattle and other places. And now you got you a hell of a monster at the cornerback tandem. I ain't mad at it. You know what I'm saying? You got Sauce Gardner, Christian Gonzalez, and DJ Reed. I ain't mad at it. So that, that's my pick number 15 for the Jets, Christian Gonzalez from Oregon. Facts. Miguel, where you going, my boy? Man, 15 pick, New York Jets. Miguel's mock draft has him selecting Paris Johnson Jr. from the Ohio State University. You know, yeah, you got Aaron Rodgers. You need somebody to be able to block for him. Paris Johnson can do that. Starting left tackle straight from day one. So, I'm going Paris Johnson. Okay. Okay, I'm not mad at that. For me, with that um, with that 15th pick, I have the New York Jets selecting Peter Skaronsky. Um, I have that because I feel like um, outside of Paris Johnson, he may be – the next best thing in this draft, and why not address that issue? As the guys already said, he can pretty much play anywhere on that line. And let's not forget Dwayne Johnson. I mean, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Brown was was starting for the Jets last season at left tackle. My boy is retired. Um, you know what I mean? So they got a couple spots they need to fill. They had a couple injuries on the O-line. So I feel like why not? It's never a bad thing to draft some O-linemen. I feel like they kind of I feel like last year they were my favorite in the draft. They had to me they had the best draft last year. They addressed a lot of needs last year. So I feel like why not? And we all know Aaron Rodgers is a crybaby. He don't want to get hit or none of that anything like that. So why not address the issue up front? Not to say they have an issue up front, but let's not, let's put some uh what they say uh, uh let's um uh, Let's beef up the security. <laughs> Let's Facts. beef up the security, man. Facts. So I got them taking Big Peter out of Northwestern, man, at 15, man. Number 16, the 16th pick, we got the Washington Commanders on the clock. I'm going to kick this one off, man. The Washington Commanders, uh, I got them taking uh, Broderick Jones, mm. old lineman out of Georgia. Mm. I feel like as well, uh, same thing with the Jets. You can never have enough good offensive linemen. I feel like with the with the running back talent they got, with the uh, receiver talent they got, we don't know what's going on at quarterback just yet, but I just feel like if you build that offensive line, the rest will come. So, hey, let's get that going first. Get the quarterback some time. Get these run open up some holes for these running backs and we can we give ourselves a fighting chance. You got you got the boy over there, the guru over there, man. Uh Eric B enemy, OC so, man, let's go ahead and stockpile this O-line and see what we can do, man. That's why I'm going with that. Miguel, where you going with 16? I knew I liked you for a reason. Because great minds think alike. I'm going Broderick Jones. They definitely need to beef up that line. They definitely need to beef up that line. You know, y'all going with Sam Howe. That's who y'all really want to go with. Unless LJ come available. You know what I mean? Beef it up. Like uh, Cordell stated, beef up the security. Why not? Georgia boy. Sure. Hoes, where you going, my man? Uh, number 16 pick for the Commanders. I'm going to lean on what Ron Rivera has always known, and that's defense. And it's no better position to draft than cornerback for them because their cornerback was god-awful, all of them last year. So, in this selection, I'm going Joey Porter Jr. That was a good pick. You know, he got legacy. To me personally, I, I think outside of ball skills, I think Joey Porter – Junior is the best cornerback in this mm-hmm. draft. I love Dev- Devon Witherspoon because he, as, as physical as he is, 
But Joey Porter Jr. is stick to your hip like glue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He might not catch the ball. Shout out to Mal, our homeboy Mal. But he's gonna be in your back pocket. So that's a good place to start when you had terrible corners the year before. So <laughs> I got I got Joey Porter Jr. going sixteen to the commanders. Dope. I like it. I like it. Um uh, number seventeen, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers on the clock. Uh Miguel, where you going with this one? <laughs> I'm going. Pittsburgh. Number two receiver off the draft, man. I'm going Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers, man. AB 2.0. <laughs> to me, I think that he's he's definitely a stud. Um, they definitely need to address, you know, that uh that position a little bit more. Um, what's my boy out of Georgia they picked up? Pickens. Pickens. Need a little help. You got Allen Robinson. Still, still need help. He, cause he, what? I hope he don't be going over that mental and the receivers that catch and fall shit. I don't get down with that. Zay, hold it down, man. See you going with Pittsburgh. Look, gonna look good in that black and yellow, boy. Do your thing, man. Zay Flowers. Oh, where you going, my man? Oh man, we definitely got to disagree on that one, man. You forgot to be about Deontay Johnson. They the same players, him and Zay. But I, I think the the pick I'm gonna roll with is. A quintessential Steelers type pick. I'm going Darnell Wright at right tackle. Mm. I feel like he just fits the the playing style of a typical Steelers team. You know what I'm saying? Nasty, aggressive. They love their offensive linemen. One thing about Pittsburgh, they love the offensive linemen. And not to mention, you need a little bit more help up front because you know Pickens, uh, Pickett gonna have to lean on Najee a little bit more this year until you figure it out. So why not? You know, as you say, beef up the security for the running backs. You know, got to protect the boy who, who told the ball. You know what I'm saying? He got. He got to deliver on Sundays, unlike the uh, UPS, you know what I'm saying, and, and the post service. Yeah, man, 17. I got the Pittsburgh Steelers going with Darnell Wright, uh, offensive lineman out of Tennessee. I feel like you got to protect Najee. Uh, you got to open up them lanes for Najee, man. Najee, was, he had a few injuries last season. Uh, he bounced back pretty quick from them, but still, you don't want your, you won't want your guy getting hit. Uh, I feel like I'm still up in the air on Kenny Pickens. Uh, Kenny Pickett, I don't feel like he's proven anything. That's just my opinion. Um, we don't know what the future holds on him, but I just feel like we'll put some put something around him. But I feel like most importantly, you got to protect. Uh, you got to try to protect Najee Harris because I feel like he's your bread and butter right now. Although they do got a nice receiving core, I just feel like. At the, the quarterback position is a big question mark for those boys right now. So, um, yeah, that's that's just what I'm on right now with that one, man. So, 17, I got them taking a Darnell Wright, offensive lineman out of Tennessee, man. Uh, 18th pick, we got the Detroit Lions back on the clock. Detroit Lions are back on the clock at 18. Hoes, where you going with that one? All right. I think early y'all picked defensive lineman for, uh, for the Lions, so – I think here, since I had them picking uh, Witherspoon earlier, I think now they get the interior defensive lineman and they get uh, Kalijah Kansi from Pittsburgh. I mean, absolutely amazing combine he had. He's a stud. The last two years he's been balling that pick. Mm-hmm. And I figure you're getting a high-energy guy to go with the rest of the high-energy guys with a high-energy coach. Mm-hmm. So that energy and that effort go a long way with Dan Campbell and, like, I mean, I think initially we all thought Dan Campbell looked real silly and goofy with all that extra stuff and all that yelling, but, hey, he got his team rolling, so why not grab him somebody who fits that, that same make of him? So, got Kansi from Pittsburgh uh, going at the 18th pick for the Lions. 
Okay, okay. Um, so for the the number eighteenth pick, I got the Detroit Lions taking Deontay Banks, uh, DB out of Maryland. Um, I I had them early. I had them picking Jalen Carter to just that interior, um, interior uh, defensive line issue. I feel like with them, so this is my get back from the cooler deal. Like the boys picked earlier, they got them picking corners early. I got them getting their get back later on because this draft is so cornerback heavy. I got them going ahead and taking Deontay Banks at the 18th spot, going ahead and getting Jalen Carter, a true talent earlier, um, a true talent early on in the draft, and still doubling back and getting your cornerback back, replacing that, replacing what you feel like you lost with old Cuda. And just uh, getting that ball rolling on defense, man. So, Miguel, where you going? I think this one I fucked the draft up in y'all head. But you know what? In my mind, I think it's a great pick. Um, this is my first running back going off the board. I'm going B. John Robinson. I think your boy DeAndre Swift, he need to swiftly move his ass up out of Detroit. He ain't it. You know, they just pick Damn. up. They just pick my boy up. Dave Montgomery, you know that's your that's your north south, you know strong runner. But you got you got to have somebody that's gonna go north south, east west, catch the ball out the backfield. I think you got B. John could do it all and great hands. Put him in the slot a little bit, let him work. So you think they'll get rid of Swift? Yeah, yeah, I think Ooh. he's gone. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough, man. Um, Hoes, you already get yours right for the line. Yeah. Okay. Got Kansas. Okay. All right, bet. All right, bet. 19. 19, we got Tampa Bay. We got Tampa Bay at 19. Uh, Miguel, I'm going to let you rock this one, bro. All right, all right. I'm going to start it off, man. I, I'm going to go with somebody you already had off the board, man. I think uh, Tampa Bay, man, they're going to attack the defensive side of the ball. They definitely need an edge. I'm going with Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. I think that's going to be a great fit for him over there in Tampa. What you got? Go ahead, Hoes. You can go and rock this one. All right. I struggled with this pick. Like, I felt like, all right, maybe they trade, you know, they might trade back. Or maybe they pull the trigger on the quarterback right here, like a hand and hooker. You know what I mean? Because it's not a bad pick. I mean, to me personally, I think we all know that if Hendon Hooker finishes the season without tearing his ACL, Hendon Hooker's probably, arguably, number two quarterback. And that's me saying something because I – he just had a hell of a year. I think he would have been in front of Stroud uh, from a, a scouting perspective. Um, but I think having a defensive-minded uh, coach, um, I think – also, I think they lost a lot of secondary pieces. So, I think we see our first safety come off the board. You got a safety who kind of is a bigger version of what they have in Winfield already, Brian Branch from Alabama. I feel like Brian Branch can play in the slot. He can play over the top. He can play inbox safety, but also can Winfield. So that it makes them very versatile on the back end on their defense. So I got Brian Branch from Bama, first safety off the board, number nineteen for the Bucks. Okay, okay. So for me, for the Bucks at nineteen, uh, I got the Bucks taking uh, Bijan Robinson, running back out of Texas. I got them going there because uh, obviously they're strapped at running. I mean, they're not strapped at running back. My fault. They done lost. They Lenny's gone. They let Lenny go, and Ronald Jones is over with the Cowboys. So they don't really got nothing right now at running back. Uh, so I feel like they take Bijan right there, and he addresses that need, gives Baker Mayfield a little bit of help, takes a little bit of pressure off him, uh, gets right with the running game, 
And uh, we good to go right there with Bijan at, at 19 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, man. Uh, number 20, the 20th pick. We got the Seattle Seahawks back on the clock, man. Seattle Seahawks. I got uh, Seattle right here. I got the Seattle Seahawks taking Zay Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston College. I say that because why not take the opportunity, right? You already picked high. You already had a high pick. You got you addressed the main need earlier, right? So now let's address another need. Now we trying to win. We trying to win some games now, right? So why not put you some get you some help for DK? Get you some help for Tyler Lockett. Put something in the slot. We all know what Zay is, what Zay can do. He's not that tall, but he can get the job done. Busy. Zay a baller. So I feel like uh, you put him and you insert him in that offense, it's, it's it's own. You already got your running back. You already got two, your one and two receivers, and you got your quarterback. You throw Zay in there, it's a problem. And I feel like they addressed the knee on the edge rushing earlier. You got an edge rusher earlier in the draft. So you go ahead and take Zay right here, man. That's my pick, man. Holes, what you got? Uh, you addressed the edge rusher earlier. I think right here is the where they find the edge rusher. So I had Anthony Richardson going five to Seattle. Um, I know you guys had Nolan Smith going a lot earlier. I got him going right here twentieth to the Seahawks. I feel like mm. um, he's had a lot of injuries in his college career, so I kind of slid him down a little bit. But at the same time, I feel like this is the perfect Pete Carroll defensive pick. He loves athletic guys who aren't the biggest. But they have high energy, high motors, and they'll really knock the shit out you. You know what I'm saying? When you think back, he took a, a risk on Bruce Irvin, which I feel like Nolan Smith has a lot of, from an athletic perspective, had a lot of Bruce Irvin in him. You know, just got to stay healthy. So I got Nolan Smith going 20 to Seattle. Man, I'm also going on the defensive side of the ball. I address Seattle getting an interior defensive lineman at that number five pick with Jalen Carter. I think they're going to hit that edge a little bit on this one. I'm going with your boy out of Clemson, uh, Miles Murphy. I believe that will be a great asset to their defense. Man, them two studs coming out right out the rip, man. It's going to be able to provide some well-needed assistance on that defense. So, I'm going Miles Murphy, man. He's a stud out of Clemson. You don't know about him, look him up, get in tune. He's a baller. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, So, then we're moving on. 21st pick. The 21st pick, the Los Angeles Chargers are on the clock, man. Holds who you got. I think this is only one position that they can pick right here in this receiver. I think it just comes down to who you have right here. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I feel like I I wanted to go Zay, but we've never really seen them go with a shorter receiver. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the shortest receiver they have right now, I, I think Keenan Allen is close to being the shortest receiver they have. Yeah, Like, sure. around that 5'11", 6 feet, 6, six feet mark. Because they still got Mike Williams. Um, but I think they need a third because Mike Williams stays hurt. Um, they got plenty of tight ends where they can they can figure that out. And the running back situation is still a little murky, but I think they'll figure that out with uh, Eckler either getting a new deal or, you know, I think he's going to get a new deal. They'll just give him some new bread because they can't afford to lose him. He scored the most touchdowns in the league last year. So, uh, 21st pick, Chargers are selecting Jordan Addison out of USC. I think he's smooth, and I think the perfect role model in Keenan Allen for, mm-hmm. for Jordan Addison. Thanks. Okay, I ain't mad at that. Uh, I'm going to switch up the tempo with this 21st pick, man. 
with the 21st pick, I got the Los Angeles Chargers taking uh, Devon Weatherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois. Mm. I say that because there's been injury issues with J.C. Jackson. Um, the secondary hasn't lived up to his hype. It ain't been what it's supposed to be, as we've seen even in the playoffs. Asante Samuel Jr. was was making plays, it's a ball. and he wasn't the one that was supposed to be making plays in that secondary. So I feel like uh, they they go ahead and, and, and put another corner in that uh, a legit corner in that defense and that's defensive secondary. Uh, pick up with a spoon and see what happened from there. Put them with Derwin James and them boys back there, man, and let them rock out. And we see what happened there. You can never have too many DBs. You can never have too many uh, enough solid DBs either, man. Nice. So I feel like they take Witherspoon out of Illinois at that 21st pick, man. Uh, number 22, the Baltimore Ravens. I, I didn't go yet. Oh, my bad, my bad, my no, bad, my good, bad, my bad. Good. I'm sorry, Miguel. No disrespect, buddy. With the, with the, 21st with the, the Chargers. With the Chargers, 21st pick on my mock draft, man. I'm going to follow suit with holes. I think that receiver position is definitely something they need to address. I know everybody's thinking like, what? They got Keenan Allen. They got my boy, uh, big tall folks out of Mike Williams. Williams. Mike Williams, yeah, but they still haven't been able to get over the hump, man. I'm going with, uh, uh, well, some, I'm not going to call him an L.A. boy, but he, he ain't got to travel too far. I'm going with Jordan Addison as well, man, out of USC. Sure-handed receiver. A little shorter than what a lot of the charges, you know, front office probably are used to, you know, selecting or going after. But I think that that's who they need to get. You know what I mean? Can play. Definitely can come in at the slot and SQ like crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, Jordan Addison. Okay. All right. That's dope. That's dope. Uh, let's get right. Let's move on, man. 22nd pick. We got the Baltimore Ravens on the clock, man. Miguel, since I – Moved on from you, bro. I'm going to let you kick this one off. No, it's cool, man. I got the Baltimore Ravens, man. I got them going after a cornerback here, and I think he don't have to travel too far neither, man. He's uh, straight out of Maryland, man, Deontay Banks. I think that that cornerback position is definitely something. But first off, let's, 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 not, let's not be foolish, man. Baltimore definitely needs to address a lot more things than this cornerback. But we're going to start here at the draft, man. We're going to go with Deontay Banks out of Maryland, man. Lockdown corner, you know what I'm saying? Good hands. He does his thing. Tackles very well. You know, I'm uh that's who I'm selecting, man. I think that he I'm sure that they probably kept a close eye on him since he's, you know, an in state character, you know, in state type of guy, man. So Deontay Banks. Okay. Holds, who you got, my man? Man, I think initially I had Deontay Banks. But I think they continue their uh their drive to try to woo Lamar Jackson. So I think uh, with the twenty second pick, I got them taking Zay Flowers. That'd be dope, though. I feel like Zay Odell, if Bateman can come around, mm-hmm. Mark Andrews, and just the stable of running backs they got. I mean, it's still gonna have to pay my dog. Got to. I don't care how much you you fill his roster up. Pay that man. And if I'm that man, I ain't playing until you pay me. But these are some good selling points. You know, if they get a Zay Flowers who I think pound for pound, I love JSN. I love JSN. But if depending on what I got on my team, I might take Zay over him. That's just me personally. You know what I'm saying? I like offensive weapons more than I like a specific position guy. So I'm going Zay Flowers to the Ravens at 22. Can't be mad at that. I ain't mad at that at all, man. Number 22. 
with uh, Baltimore Ravens at the 22nd pick. I got them selecting uh, edge rusher Miles Murphy out of Clemson. I say that because it's obvious that Baltimore always puts their defense first. Mm. Defense is always the priority to them. And I feel like you lost a lot when you lost Calais and um, – you know they lost Judon a few year, a couple years ago. Uh, it's been it's been a little bit different, you know, since you since you moved on from those guys. And I feel like defense has always been their strong point. And so I got them addressing that need on that edge uh, at the 20, with the twenty second pick with Miles Murphy, man, out of Clemson, man. Uh, the 23rd pick belongs to the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I guess I'll kick this off. 23rd pick, Minnesota. I got the Minnesota Vikings selecting Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver out of TCU. I feel like uh, why not put something freaky on the side of on the other side of uh, Justin Jefferson? I, I like I like this kid, man. Out of TCU, I like him a lot. I feel like he can do pretty much everything. He's super athletic. He can get the job done. You lost Thielen on the other side, so I feel like you replace that right here. And uh, if you're going to rock with Kirk Cousins, you go ahead and rock with Kirk Cousins so you give him something else to throw to um, besides Justin Jefferson, man. So that's where I'm going. I got Quentin Johnston, wide receiver out of TCU, to Minnesota with the 23rd pick. Uh, go ahead, uh, Miguel. I'm going to go ahead and uh, go on and get my boy out here, man, because like Holes mentioned just a minute ago that he should, if he was fully healthy, we would have been had him off our boards. I think they're going to make a pick for the future. Um, hidden, hurt, hidden Hooker. I think the Hidden Hooker would slide into this first mm. round, man, if he picked up by Minnesota. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, definitely got his GM hat on today. Yeah, I think that they're going to make the pick for the future right there, man. I think that a lot of people are going to be asleep. Don't think that the ACL injuries is what they was years ago. These folks are coming back off these things better than ever, man. They bouncing back. Um, So, I think that that's who they need to go for, man. Go on and, go on and get them, man. Get them out of there. Man, I actually like that pick. I like that pick a lot. I just think based on last year and really the last couple of years, they got a bigger need at cornerback. So I know you guys had uh, Banks going a little earlier, but I got Deontay Banks coming off the board here for Minnesota because they was god-awful mm. at cornerback last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had literally the great value, Patrick Peterson, <laughs> and that just did not go well at all last year. Yeah, And everybody else who played meaningful reps, they cut at corner. Mm-hmm. So that just let you know where they at right now. So I got Deontay Banks coming off the board right here. Don't pick. Okay. I'm interested in this next pick. Hey. I'm interested hey. in this next pick. Hey, y'all know who we got coming up hey, at two 24. The, two of the next three picks going to be interesting. 24, we got them. Duval. Jacksonville Jaguars, baby, man. I'm kicking this one off, man. I feel like my boys are going to make me proud. I feel like they're going to make me proud. With this pick, with the 24th pick, I got my Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Brian Branch, DB out of Bama. Mm. I say that because, and and this is how I think they're going to use him, because I, I honestly I feel like Brian Branch, I feel like he can play a bunch of different, he can give you a bunch of different things and, and from the in the secondary. he can, He's a safety, 
But he can, you can put him in the slot. He can cover in the slot, and I think that's what we're gonna use him for. Uh, I feel like we lost. We don't have. We never really had that, bro. Like we had Trey Herndon. He was our slot guy for a while. Then uh, when she, when Griffin was uh, healthy, when Shaq Griffin was healthy, and then when he went down, we had to put Trey Herndon back at um, back out wide at corner. We seen how that ended up for him. Trey Herndon is trash, but even though we brought him back, I feel like they do have plans to, I guess, play him. Or keep him in the game, you know, or whatever. But we got Tyson Campbell over there, man, trying to, you know, he he holding it down, doing his thing. And uh, I feel like with Brian Branch, I feel like we can stick him in that slot. He gonna he can give us a lot more than just uh, coverage in the slot. Because if you decide to run, then he then he does feel that role of a safety, another linebacker. He can step up in the run game and do what he got to do. And uh, yeah, like I said, man, you can put him there. We can he can fill a bunch of different needs. So man, with the twenty fourth pick, I got the Jags taking Brian Branch, DB out of Alabama. Man, hoes, where you going? Baller. All right, I like that pick. I think if he slides that far, hey, that's a, a hell of a pick. All right, since I have Brian Brian Branch going early to Tampa Bay, I think you guys are going. You got you got the young quarterback. You got the offensive pieces. We talked about earlier, you got to keep rebuilding that offensive line, make sure the offensive line is right and ready to roll. So I feel like you get you a tackle and Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. Mm, I like Anton too. I think he's big as shit. He mean as shit. He got some really quality feet. And I think he'll just fit in perfectly on on what they're they're trying to build over there. And and it's Dougie P. Remember, Dougie P was the guy who built the offensive line in in Philly too. So I think it's it's a good pickup for them. That's dope. That's dope. I shared this pick, man, with my boy Cordell earlier because he said, man, you know who you got going at, who you got 24 to my boys, man. I I give him one. I gave him one. Um, You definitely need to address that cornerback. You know, I really started honing in on Jacksonville after me and you kind of reunited and got back in tune, and I knew how much of a fan you are, man, and I kind of – you know, you kind of made me somewhat of a lukewarm fan. You know what I'm saying? So we don't do lukewarm yeah, fans. Yeah, well, I can't, I can't fully commit to him. I'll be lying to you. So I'm just saying, I, I watched him a little bit. Either hot or not. I watched him a little bit more than what I usually would, man. And I knew that that cornerback position is definitely something you guys need to address. And why not go get that boy from the SEC, man? Uh, Emmanuel Forbes, Mississippi State, man. You got length. You lacking size, but you know what? If you watch his film, he ain't lacking nothing, man. He's a led the SEC in picks, man. He's just he's a baller, man. You know, Mississippi State, man. You're Forbes, man. I'm think that's what I think that's the route y'all need to go. Okay, I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't be mad at none of the picks that uh that y'all boys threw out, man. I feel like all those picks was dope picks, man, for sure. Uh, so man, moving on, number twenty five, we got the New York Giants. Uh, selecting at that spot, so I'm gonna uh, swing it to Hose. Hose, who you got New York taking at the 25th right. pick? No, they got our man Dayball. You know what I'm saying? Dayball started off the last season super hot. Had Daniel Jones out here balling like a pro bowler. You feel me? But just like we talked about, if you're gonna invest in the quarterback, you gotta invest in the offensive line. All right. So now we see our first, our first. College interior offensive line because I do think Peter Skaronsky will probably play interior, but we see our first college interior offensive line. Osiris, yep, Osiris Torrance <laughs> coming off the board from Florida for New York. That's um, dope. I mean, that's at the end of the day, they're gonna lean on on the running game. That's definitely a good pick. 
you know, and you got to be able to control the the interior from guard to guard. Mm -hmm. So, man, Osiris Torrance from Florida, New York Giants, twenty fifth pick. Okay, okay, Miguel, where you going with this one? I know that a lot of people are probably gonna bash me once they once they watch this show, man, because they're like, man, how the hell you let this dude drop this far? But I definitely think that New York Giants, that holes hit it on the head. They definitely hit the offensive line. Hey, you got to beef up the security, man. That's the, that's the slogan of the day, beef up the security. But at the end of the day, I think that they also need to beef up the secondary. And I'm going Joey Porter Jr., man. I think that's going to shock a lot of people. I think he might fall a little bit into the joint, to the Giants, man. I feel like if he's there, they definitely take him for sure. Um so for me, with the twenty fifth pick for the New York Giants, I got them selecting uh, Jordan Addison, wide receiver out of USC. Mm. I feel like they're thirsty for a receiver right now. They Definitely. need receivers, mm-hmm. and I feel like uh, you take Jordan here. I feel like Jordan will be available. I feel like you go ahead and snatch him up right here. Get Daniel Jones something. You you hey you already show you trying to show people you believe in Daniel Jones. Uh, you bring a Sa- Saquon back on the franchise. Tag, go ahead and put some pieces around, make it a little bit easier for your offense, man. I feel like they go Jordan Addison, wide receiver, USC with that 25th pick, man. Uh, number 20, <laughs> 26th pick, we got the Dallas bum-ass Cowboys, man, picking that 26. I'm going to let Miguel kick this one off, man, since he a, a Jerry Jones lover. Uh, you know, y'all all know I, you know, I sent my fuck with Dallas, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, my pick here, um, I think they definitely need to address that tight end position, man, after they let uh, Dalton Schultz go. Um, that boy from Notre Dame, man, Michael Mayer, you know, definitely a baller, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the only thing that separates him from Dalton Kincaid is the fact that he's more the traditional. He can block a little bit better, you know what I'm saying? But obviously we all know that the athletic tight ends – that you know are becoming more useful in this day and age but he can also catch the ball as well he's a great route runner sure-handed tight end i believe that that'd be a great asset to their team after letting such a prominent player go to the houston texans uh dalton schultz uh i'm gonna go with michael meyer mayor out of uh notre dame all right all right all right that's dope he's going michael meyer Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Yeah, you was trying to get ran down on? <laughs> Facts. All right, so for me, man, that 26 pick, I got the Dallas Cowboys selecting Steve Avela. That's my first interior offensive lineman pick, offensive guard out of TCU. I feel like uh, he'll fit right in. I feel like he could be a day, run, day one starter for uh, the Cowboys. I feel like Jerry Jones has invested enough in that offense uh, as far as with Dak and um, with those receivers to where you got to protect them. You got to see what he can do with an offensive line. Obviously, the offensive line has been struggling. Um, they, haven't, they haven't been the offensive line we're used to seeing in Dallas. They've been struggling with injuries and just, uh, you know, kind of bad play. So I feel like you can plug him right in and uh, get going at that guard position. So I feel like they'll take him at that 26 pick, man. Holes, who you got? I'm not mad at either one of those. Um, I had a guy sliding, and I think initially had B. John been here, had the running back slid the way I think a lot of people expect running backs to slide. I'm pretty sure Jerry Jones would have pulled the trigger on B. John Robinson in a heartbeat. Like, one thing Jerry Jones likes, and that's uh, amazingly physically gifted skill players. But 
I think he's going to take this time to get my boy Miles Murphy out of Clemson because at the end of the day, D-Law was getting old. Mm-hmm. He getting up there. All right? And what better to pair with Michael Parsons than Michael Parsons, I apologize, Michael Parsons, than another edge rusher with similar physical traits, not as fast because Mike is a different beast, beast off the edge. But I think uh, probably a little bit more refined from um, a pass rush technique standpoint. So I think Miles Murphy, Michael Parsons, and then having D-Law, you know, tutor them for the next year or two before, he, you know, he walk away into the sunset. Because he's going up on year 10 right now, D-Law. So, you know, why not find that replacement now? Yeah, that's dope. I actually had my, my first draft, I had Miles Murphy going to Dallas. So that's a, I, I'm not mad at that pick at all, man. Uh, number 27, we got Buffalo Bills. I feel like this is an interesting one. I'm going to let Hose kick this one off. Uh, very interesting. Like, I really did not know which way I wanted to go. I didn't know whether I wanted to go receiver because, you know, Stephon been, uh, been, been complaining, uh, St- Stephon Diggs, about having another guy that can open him up. But I feel like I think they're going to stick with Gabriel. I mean, they probably still need another slot guy. But I think the same thing. Von Miller's coming off injury. You got to show up the pass rush. And he surprised the hell out of me at the combine because I didn't think he was going to be that athletic. But And, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Iowa Iowa guys, but I got Lucas Van Ness coming off the board here to go to Buffalo. Mm, yeah, okay. Number 27. So. Okay. 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 Miguel, what you got, bro? Buffalo Bills, man. They on the clock. Um, I think they lost a lot when they lost Tremaine Edmonds this year, man, to the Chicago Bears, you know what I mean, hometown team. So I think they're going to address that linebacker issue. I think they're going to go get my boy, Drew Sanders, from the University of Arkansas, you know, Alabama transfer. I think they're going to attack. I think he's going to be able to be a key, key asset to that team. Drew Sanders, man, Buffalo Bills. Okay. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. I'm going in a different direction with this 27 pick for the Bills. I feel like this was probably my toughest pick throughout this whole draft because I feel like uh, they can go a bunch of different directions with this pick. Like, I honestly didn't know where they would go. It took me a minute to, you know, I really had to sit on this pick. But I ended up selecting for the – I ended up selecting, man, with that 27th pick for the Buffalo Bills, Jameer Gibbs, uh, running back out of Alabama. I feel like if Bijan would have, would falls this low, they'll take him. But I feel like that issue, that running back, uh, has been an issue for them uh, in the past couple of seasons. I feel like if they can get a solid running game going, it'll kind of open up everything else. And I feel like uh, they'll try to address that issue right now. With Gibbs out of Bama, man. So yeah, that was a tough pick for me, though, man. I ain't gonna lie, that was a very, very tough pick for me. But uh, I, I flirted with that pick. Yeah, I just felt like him and uh, Dalvin Cook's little brother. I think they're similar. Yeah. So I kind of just feel like, all right, well, nah, I pass on that one. But that wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, I just feel I feel like it's been kind of you know kind of like a lingering issue that running game with them. So I feel like why not take the next best thing in my opinion? So I, I had them picking Gibbs, man. Uh, with the 28th pick, we got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, man. Cincinnati Bengals. Hoes, where you going with this one? All right. You know, 
one uh, one one of the schools I dislike the most in Notre Dame. I feel like Michael Mayer comes off the board here. You know, Hayden Hurst got up out of there. You know, so they do need to uh, fill that tight end spot. But I think they go uh, the alternative route instead of having a, a receiving tight end. You got to have a, a more traditional tight end to help you in the run game because I mean you got three got three dogs at, re, at receiver right now. Facts. And uh, and I just think naturally that'll open it up for Mayer a lot more, and he can become that safety blanket for for Burroughs. I mean they still got to figure out what they're gonna do do with Mixon, but I think having that extra help up front in the run game will alleviate a little pressure. I mean I wanted to go cornerback, but I felt like. Mm, the majority of the ones for the first round were gone. So, yeah, I stuck with the mayor pick. Michael Mayer, tight end from Notre Dame. 28th okay. pick. Okay, okay. Miguel, what you got, bro? I am going Brian Bc out of Clemson. I think they need to address the interior, y'all. Y'all got some dogs on the edge. Um. Brian Beesey, man, he he was a he was a DN in high school, one of the top rated DNs coming out of high school, man. His class um, suffered an injury, man. I think he made it home right there at the interior defensive line. So I think Brian Beesey is definitely he holds made a good pick. They definitely I forgot they got rid of Hurst. I got forgot that that would that I think Mayer would be a key asset to them as well. But I think at this at this slot right here, this low right in the first round, I think you got to go ahead and get that interior lineman while they hot, man. And Brian BC definitely can be a key asset to that defense, man. So that's why I'm selecting. All right, okay, I ain't mad at that. Um, for me, I'm gonna switch up the tempo a little bit. So with that 28th pick, I got the Cincinnati Bengals selecting Anton Harrison, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. I say that because, yes, they did sign Orlando Brown to play left tackle, but as we all know, Jonah Williams, um, who was their left tackle, requested a trade once they signed Orlando Brown, and I'm pretty sure they had intentions on moving Jonah Williams to right tackle. And since he's requested a trade, I feel like you don't know what you're going to get from him. He may not show up to camp. He may hold out. Whatever the case may be, he may push for that trade. So you go ahead and address that issue. Off the rip, man, I feel like you take Anton Harris right here at the 28th pick offensive tackle out of Oklahoma, man. Uh, so for the 29th pick, we got uh, the New Orleans Saints on the clock. Miguel, where you going with this one? I'm going to go with, man, who my boy holds had go off the board a little earlier, man. I think that they're going to uh, they're gonna attack the uh, interior line. And what better way to go with Kalaje Kansi? I think that he'd be a great asset to him. He's a straight dog, straight dog. Like Holes mentioned earlier, he had a hell of a combine. I mean, man, highlights, stats, everything. Man, the tape speaks, man, for itself. And why not? Why not, man? You guys got to – y'all y'all address the offensive side of the ball. Y'all went and got a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people probably beg different whether he's going to pan out or not. I think that he may progress, may do good over there, man, in uh, Carr. But I think Kansas is – they feel, feel right at home right there in New Orleans, man. Okay, okay. I must go ahead and just put it out there. I picked Kansas as well. I picked Kansas as well for my 29th pick to New Orleans. I feel like uh, New Orleans always goes after athletic, super athletic defensive linemen. So I feel like this would be the perfect fit for him. You put somebody else, you know, on the side of my boy 
out there, man, to my boys out there, man. You got my boy Jordan out there, man. Put some put some pieces set on on a, put some pieces around them. Uh, they like I said, they keep athletic defensive linemen. They always going out the sacks. That's why I like watching them play. The linebacking core is definitely on point out there. That defense is already on point. So I feel like uh, Kansas will just fit, he'll fit right in, man. I feel like he'll be kind of like a um, if 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 these numbers and everything pan out, I feel like he can kind of be kind of an Ed Oliver of that defense, man. So yeah, man, that's where I'm going with it. Hose, where you going with that 29th? Uh, it's funny because we we all in the same agreements. Defensive line, they love athletic defensive line, man. I feel like every year they draft somebody athletic, whether it be DN, D tackle. But since Clancy, uh, Clancy came off the board early for me at 18, I got another combine superstar in Northwestern's Adatoma, Adatom, Adatomiwa, Adabare. I like him. He's a dog. I almost put him right there, yeah. low key. He definitely almost hit my first round. I feel like it's perfect for them because he's tall enough where he can still play defensive end, but he's stout enough and big enough where he can slide inside the three technique. And I think it's a perfect situation because I can see them using him to prep the replacement for for Jordan, mm. for Cameron Jordan. They're about similar size. Uh, athletic standpoint, I feel like, just from a combine standpoint, I think uh, out of uh, – Adabare is probably a little bit more athletic than, than Cameron Jordan was coming out. But, I mean, if they want to play with that big defensive end, I think this is a good replacement. But until then, he can play the three-tech in pass rush situation. Facts. That's hard, man. That's hard for sure. Uh, with the 30th pick, we got the Philadelphia Eagles back on the clock. Um, like I said earlier, I'm going to kick this off. Like I said earlier, I feel like their main concern right now is probably replacing those defensive linemen they're about to lose with Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and those guys, man. So right here at this 30th pick, I got them taking uh, Keon White out of Georgia Tech. Uh, I feel like uh, Keon White, I like him a lot, bro. He put up – he had seven and a half sacks last season. 29 solos, 54 total tackles. Um, in 2019, he put up 62 total tackles. I feel like he gonna get, he gets after it. He has a I like his motor. He has a good motor. He's long. He has the length. I feel like he's athletic and he could just get the job done. So I feel like they'll continue to search for that presence, that defensive presence, that edge rushing presence, that interior presence. Um, that they'll be missing once they lose those guys. So, yeah, I got Philly taking Keon White with that 30th pick, man. Miguel, who you got? With the 30th pick, I already picked. Who you said? You said New Orleans, right? Philly. Oh, we had Philly. Um, I picked offensive line for Philly at number 10. Um. So I think that that covers on the offensive side of the ball. Well, not really because I just thought about it. I'm going to mess. I think I'm going <laughs> to fuck y'all heads up with this one because a lot of people had B. John right there. You know what I mean? I'm going to go with the boy from Alabama. I'm going to go with Jamari Gibbs right there, man. I think that they addressed the offensive need with Lane Johnson about to leave with Peter Skronskowski. Skronsky. Skronsky. 
I'm sorry, sorry for jacking your name, brother. But I got you going in number ten. I think that they on the offensive side. I think that that's going to definitely address that because they only got Lane Johnson for the one year. As well as he can also play all five positions, but I think you guys also need to address the off the backfield, and I think we're gonna go with Jamar Gibbs at that. I think that he's definitely versus Jameer Gibbs. I think that he can address the running. He can also he can run the ball, he can catch the ball, he can do everything. I like him. Yeah, yeah he can do damn near everything. B. John can do, you know what I'm saying? B. John just he's just a fucking stud, you know what I'm saying? He's just the one on ones, but I think that. If you need to get the 2.0 version of them, I think that that's where you can go get and get it slide in the later first round and also pick up, pick up somebody that can also produce at a highly level. And uh, I think Gibbs is that person, man. For sure, for sure, hoes. Where you going? All right. Uh, I think I said earlier, I feel like both the Phillies picks are like luxury picks. X. I feel like they got so much coming back. And I feel like they've addressed youth and decently. From from a defensive line perspective, I mean they still got Josh Sweat. Hassan Reddick is not that old. I mean we know like like y'all said, Brandon Graham about to get about it up. I mean what is this like year fourteen something like that for Brandon Graham? Mm-hmm. Um, Fletcher Cox for sure, but they they brought in Davis, big boy Jordan Davis. So I think this is another luxury pick. I feel like they are offensive minded team. You pick B. John Robinson with the number ten pick, and the receiver who I feel like has the most. Physical talent, but has little too many drops, slides at 30, but you can't allow his physical ability to get outside the first round. So I got Quentin Johnston, TCU. I feel like it's a match made in heaven. You get him with A.J. Brown, where he can learn a little bit from A.J. You can slide, whether you slide Devontae to slide or A.J. Brown play more slide. Doesn't really matter. That's a three-man rotation that's going to be hard-pressed. A team trying to find three corners to cover all three of them is going to be a problem. And you got Goddard. And you got B. John Robinson. And, oh, Jalen Hurts is your quarterback. That would be an interesting scenario. So, I got Quentin Johnston. That would be nasty. For sure, it would be. I'm going to send it right back to you, hoes, for the final pick of the first round. 31st pick, the Kansas City Chiefs. Who you got, hoes? I'm just going to keep it short and simple. Based off last year and just them limping into the Super Bowl, you got to invest in the offensive line. You already lost uh, Orlando Brown Jr. You got rid of some dead weight. Why not get the next best thing left on the board, in my opinion, and, you know, call it home or call you what you want to call it, and Dewan Jones from mm, Ohio State. You got him sliding in that first, you huh? got him sliding to that first. That's I mean, dope. at this point, the last pick in the first round. Really? You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's a second-round pick. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, why not? Okay. I ain't mad at that. Um I got Kansas City taking Will McDonald. Edge rush out of Iowa State with that thirty first pick. Uh, I feel like um outside of Chris Jones, they're kinda kinda absent on that up front. Obviously they can't stop the run. Pass rush is kinda weak. So uh yeah, I, I feel like they'll try to address that need. You could never have too much edge rushing, man. So I got Will McDonald out of Iowa State coming um coming off the board at thirty first with Kansas City, man. Miguel, what you got? That's definitely a good pick, man. They lost my boy. What's my boy that used to be for Seattle? Frank Clark. Oh, Frank Clark. Yeah. They definitely lost him and that's definitely that's definitely I battle back and forth between him and who I'm gonna select. With that last pick of the first round, I got the Kansas City Chiefs selecting a wide out. 
I got him going Jay Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee. Speed, I ain't mad at that at speed all. kills. And why not when you got one of the best in, to ever do it? You know what I'm saying? Definitely the best in the game uh, with Mahomes. So let's see what uh, let's see let, that track speed, man. Let's see that height, that track speed, man. Sure-handed receiver, man. Jalen Hyatt out of the University of Tennessee. I like that. I like that, man. But so hey, look, man. That wraps up our 2023 NFL mock draft. Um, man. Remember these picks. We're going to try our best to post them up on our Instagram, on the Holly Underrated Sports Instagram page before the draft on Thursday. We try to get those up for y'all by tomorrow so y'all can see, so y'all can compare. So Because we, we're going to be doing some comparing as well. Seeing how close we are, man. Um, can, I say, can I say something? Oh, for sure. I want to I give our fans a treat, right? Let's give them a treat, man. It's our 20th episode. Fuck it. Can we do one pick that we would like to see our favorite team getting in the second round? Just a, just a, just a quick pick. You got Jacksonville. Who would you like to see them get? I don't want to do that. You could do it, though. I'll fuck it. I'm going to do the Chicago Bears, man. I want to see them address that defensive side of the ball, man. Uh, LSU sleeper, BJ Abjuli Rari, whatever his name is. He has a, his brother in the league. He's pretty nice. Pretty nice, man. I thought that would have been a pretty dope thing to give. I'm going to give my people from Chicago, man. Hey, let's do our thing this year, baby. I'm going with the sleeper pick. BJ. I, I don't want to jack your last name. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's Did dead. you want to join in on that, hoes? Oh, you know, I'll play around. Um, I'll roll with Seattle. You know what I'm saying? People know, like, I rock with Pete Carroll. Um, and I feel like this would be a quintessential pick for him to pick in the second round. Julius Brents. Kansas State, another tall, long, rangy DB. He's definitely a stud too, bro. So, a lot of know. people in their mock draft had him in the first round. That ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that but they had him in the late first. Yeah. I think Mel Kiefer and a lot of them boys had him in there too. Even more of a reason why it ain't gonna happen. Hey, <laughs> I'm surprised that none of y'all boys picked Breezy to go in the first. I, I just did. Feel I like, did. Man, Breezy. Yeah, I did. He, oh, he, he did. Picked, he yeah, had him going to Cincinnati. Round. Oh shit, picked, my bad. I just feel like he, I must have been stepped away when you did. He that. another one of them guys that. You came out of high school highly, uh, highly recruited, highly ranked, and you never really lived up to it. I agree. So it's like he still talented. I'm not risking a first round pick on it though. The only thing I want to see from my boys in the second round, I don't have a specific pick. I just want to see us load up on DBs, man. Yeah, Ringo. I, I think wanna, for y'all. I like Ringo, but the way I seen uh, my boy Marvin Harrison <laughs> Jr. do him, I don't even know if I want him. He a different honest. type of brother, though, who you just said. Hey, all the receivers in the league, different type of brothers, man. The way I seen him get done up, I'm like, man, I don't know. But I do like Ringo. I wouldn't be mad at it, but I just want to see us continue to drive DBs. If we're not going DBs, let's go O-line. Let's get the oil. If we're not doing that, let's go edge rush, man. Let's just – those are the only three three needs I, I want. I want to see. DB for sure. Load up on DBs. If we pick the DB with every pick in this draft, I would not be mad. <laughs> DBs, edge rush, or O-line. That's it. That's all I want to see for my boys. I feel like everywhere else we pretty solid. Yeah. You feel me? So, man, but, no, I had a lot of fun doing this, man. This was one of my funnest uh, shows to prepare for. This was definitely dope, bro. I had a lot, a lot of fun preparing for this, and I'm excited for Thursday just to see if uh, all of the research and everything I've done 
over this time. You know, if I was how, how accurate was I? I'm pretty sure the fellas are as well, man. But yeah, man, we all did good, I think. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like everybody did good, fellas. Y'all boys snapped. Uh, y'all did y'all thing with this one, man, for sure. So, but I feel like, man, before we get up out of here, we gonna we not going to leave y'all without doing some sort of predictions. So we're going to go ahead and give y'all these XFL divisional championship round predictions. Now, mind you, who the winner of these games on Saturday and Sunday in the XFL go to the XFL championship. So the first game, we got the Arlington Renegades versus the Houston Roughnecks. Miguel, who you got? I'm going to go with the Roughnecks. Rough next, man. I think they got what it takes to be Arlington, man. They're getting that championship game. Okay, okay. Holes, who you got? H-Town. Say less, say less. I'm going the same thing, H-Town. I feel like Arlington doesn't even deserve to be in these playoffs. I feel like that spot should have went to St. Louis Battlehawks. Let's just be real. But, unfortunately, they're in the North Division, so they couldn't get the spot. But, yeah, I think Houston going to wash the uh, Renegades up. I think the Renegades have a below 500 record, bro. Yeah. Four and six. Yeah, man. So then the North Division Championship, we got the Seattle Sea Dragons versus the DC Defenders, man. Miguel, who you got? They say don't fix it if it ain't broke, man. I'm gonna go with DC. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Holes, who you got, Danucci, man? I'm rolling. I'm riding. I'm dying. You know what I'm saying? Rolling with them Sea Dragons and Danucci, them boy. <laughs> My boy never gonna give up on him, man. Nope. DC done beat these boys down twice already, man. Beat them down. They won, bro. That's the difference. What we talking about with Miguel, huh? But they get beat up and get your ass beat. I feel you. Big difference. (laughs) I'm going DC defenders. I think DC will pull it out for the third time against the Seattle Sea Dragons. Although I do think the Sea Dragons will put up a fight. Uh, I think DC is a little bit too much, and DC is at home, and they got an amazing uh, home fan base. So I think that championship will turn out being the Houston Roughnecks versus DC defenders, who. I can't say we all pretty much said from the beginning of the season, a couple weeks in, that we figured, felt like that would be the uh, championship matchup. So, man, that's that That wraps up our predictions, wraps up our draft. Y'all boys got any closing remarks? Like, comment, subscribe, man. We love y'all, man. Continue to tune in, man. Salutations, everybody. Man, look, man, as I always say, man, Dreams are real, man. Dreams are real. If you got a dream, chase it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't. If somebody tell you you can't, that's because they were scared to chase their dream, man. Chase your dream. Do all you can to achieve it. Like, comment, share, subscribe, man. Tell a friend, tell a friend. We here. This is the 20th episode. That's a huge uh, mark for us, man. We doing great numbers. We appreciate everybody who takes the time to listen. And uh, man, until next week, you will tune into another highly right, underrated right, sports right. podcast. And please don't let it be the last one, man. We out.